SiftNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Wednesday, October 12, 2022. And this is episode number 559. Barry on deck. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the program. I am uh, shaky, literally jittery and shaky today. I think I, uh, I think, I think uh, no sleep, no food, plus Adderall equals your boy hot. I got to get some food in me. So it's like, mm, shots today? Maybe not. I'll probably end up doing a bunch of dumb shit like taking my pants off. Oh, wait. We already did that. Welcome um, to the show. Going to be fun today. This is the last show of the week. Fear not. We are uh, still doing um, the side cast of Thursday Night Football. Now, whether that starts on time or not, that's going to depend on the Astros game. But this will be the last show of the day. And um, because of that, we're actually going to do a little bit of NFL preview for the weekend. Since I'm not going to be here Thursday to talk about Thursday night game and the weekend games, what we're going to do, I did, I promised you guys, I promised you guys that I would get the Laminator 5000 fired up, excuse me, and ready to go. And I did that last night. That's part of the reason why I didn't get much sleep. I worked on it. CC, I love you, boo-boo. Look at CC. Got her little little avatar change. Look at that. Look at that. Gig them. Gig them. It hurts, doesn't it, CC? It's okay. I love you. Uh, I appreciate you doing it. And because you changed it, CC, because you changed it, uh, you only have to do today. You you're done. You've well, I guess there's no show tomorrow or Friday, so. It was until the next game. Uh, so, but, you know, tomorrow for the sidecast, if you happen to stay up, and uh, you don't have to have it. So today, all I, all I wanted to see was A&M next to your name. That's it. Roll gig them. Gig tied. Tied them. I don't know. We could combine them. We could be like um, football superiority Voltron. <laughs> all right, we got a hype train going. Holy shit. You guys are killing it already right off the rip. By the way, I got to acknowledge all this. Uh, I have to. It is uh, mandatory. I really should have ate. Um, the tidy whities Nice. Nice, CC. Uh, I have to say, first and foremost, thank you to Chris Mina who gifted out five subs yesterday 
dude. Mina's never here when he does it. I mean, he is sometimes. But you know how badass that is for someone to gift subs? Oh, sorry. I forgot that. I forgot my conductor's hat. You know how badass it is for somebody to gift subs when you're not even live? They just missed you. And so, yeah, why not? Why not gift some subs to the community? Mr. Mina. God damn it. I wasn't going to do a shot. Goodbye, train. I wasn't going to do a shot. But I have to. Bro, if you're out here gifting five subs when we're not even on air, uh, I, I think that deserves a shot. Now, this will preclude uh, and um, also double as birthday shots here in a minute. So, I'm only doing one. I'm serious. Like, I've got a gig tonight. I'll explain. But I'm only doing the one today. So, don't send bits thinking I'm going to do more shots. Don't. Don't say let's do more shots. This is it. Shot time is it. But I want to dedicate it first and foremost to Mr. Chris Mina for gifting subs when the show is off the air. But also to everybody that got this hype train rolling uh, and the birthday folks that we'll get to in a minute. Thank you all. I love you all. Uh, appreciate you all. Cheers. Let's hope I don't pass out. Ah. All right. So Mina gifted five subs yesterday. Donna sent in 50 biddies. Donna, I love you, boo-boo. Thank you. My sweet, sweet. <clears throat> Shit, it went down the wrong pipe. Ah, got it, got it. <laughs> I feel like I need to crank the, the sounders up, right? They're not that loud. Uh, Alan Denson sent 100 bits in. Yo, AJB with the VIP. Let's go, Aaron. I got you, man. Just give me a second. Let me get through these uh, biddies that are coming in and saying thank you to everybody. And then I'm going to make you a VIP player. Uh, Mimi, thank you for the 200 bits, sweetie. You are the best assist. Joe, my guy. What's up, man? Thank you for the 100 bits. I appreciate you. That got the hype train rolling. Truck driver Pookie's in the chat. What? Two days in a row? Are you shitting me? Aren't we special? He would have been here earlier, but he was in the parking lot drinking. TDP, thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. Uh, CC, thank you for the 11 bits. Could have sent 12 for the 12th man, but that's okay. Jared Taylor! Thank you for the 300 bits, my friend. You guys are amazing, man. I don't deserve you. Oh, my God. I hate you, extended toenail. Every time he comes in, he's got a Titan pun. I hate you so much. The refs really need to tighten up all those roughing the passer penalties. Boo this man! I don't have that's uh, it doesn't it, it's not really a flat line because he puts effort into it. Um I need to get a boo this man sounder for extended toenails entrance into the chat. Dubs! PB Dubs, thank you for the uh 160 bits. That's a very uh that's a very random thank number, you. dubs. I appreciate that though. Mimi gifted a sub. What? We almost hit this level one hype train. Mimi, thank you for the gifted sub to, who was it? Heisenberg TV. That sounds racist. I don't know what that is. That sounds like some German scat. That sounds like a German scat porn site. The Heisenberg.tv. I don't know. Uh, Jared Taylor with 200 bits. You guys are amazing, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Dave said, just cleaning out my bit wallet. Dude, thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. 
Extended toenails that I'm just a messenger for the Lord Titan. Are you doing this for Hugo? Jesus. Hugo, I need you to get your shit together. FJ! Thank you for the 44 bits, buddy. 44 bits for 44 of you. Oh, fucking shot already. Really? Really shot? Wow. All right. Uh, Still tipping. Thank you, FJ. Thank you for the 44 bits, my friend. We are level two of a hype train. You guys are amazing. Okay, so let's uh, let's get to the chat. First of all, we shout out the chat. We're going to talk baseball today for Heck sure. Yeah. We are talking uh, NFL football week six. I got the Laminator 5000 fired up and ready to go. We're going to look at odds. We're going to look at spreads. We're going to see what the, what the formula says to pick for over, under, and teams. And we'll see how it goes. We've had pretty good success with it in the past. Uh, let's just see what it does. Uh, catfish resub. Hey, check that out. Catfish now been a subscriber for two months. Homie, I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. That, it means the world to me to have this community, especially the OGs that have been around since day one. But when we get new folks and you guys subscribe and then you keep coming back, man, that lets me know we're on the right track. So thank you, Catfish. I appreciate you. All right, here's what the chat looks like. I see CC. Uh, hi from high. Wait, no. <laughs> uh, Uriel Villanueva's in early. Christopher Reyes. FJ is here. Cisco, what's up, man? Good to see you, buddy. Alex Villanueva. My sweet, sweet Donna. Sandoval in H-Town. What's up, dude? Uh, who else is here? Definitely not Joe Pro. I love that name. Excuse me. I love that name. That's so great. Damn, excuse me again. Steven Luther's in the building. What's up, Steve? Hello, Jen. How are you? Thank you for your hard work and dedication. Christopher Reyes is here. Uh, Jared just gifted a sub. Thank you, Jared, for the gifted sub to extend a toenail. I appreciate you, buddy. Uh, who else is here? Alan Dizzis is in the building. And Mimi's in the building. What's up, memesters? Joe Hernandez is here. Chuck Driver Pookie showed up. Uh, AJB, I got you, fam. I got you. Uh, we're going to make you a VIP here in just a second. D-Mata, what's up, dude? She should have left his ass, passed out on the floor, and stayed to watch the game. I don't know what that's all about. What's going on there? Uh, who else is here? I, got, I think that's it. Uh, early on, Christopher Reyes is here. What's up, buddy? Jared Taylor is here. Extended Toenail is here. Peepa Dubs, what's up, Dave? And uh, I think that's it. Uh, did I get Joel? If I did not, Joel, what's up, buddy? What's up, Perry? Good to see you, buddy. All right. And Sandoval and Extended Tono, I do not know Hugo. Oh, well, I need to introduce you to Titan Hugo. He's a huge Titans fan. Huge. The biggest Titan fan of all the Titan fans. Titan Hugo is huge Titan fan. Okay. Uh, I'm exhausted. So the pod bean is up. But they still cannot fucking hear me. Is there any sound over here or am I tripping? I will try one last time to make this work. I'm going to try one more thing to make the pod beans work. If this doesn't work, then that deadline may be here early. <laughs> uh, oh, the sound thing is just... my The sound on this computer is kind of whack, actually. Actually, kind of whack. whack a mole. Uh, output. Yeah, I don't know why that should be working. Audio, don't allow. Allow apps and windows to use this. Yes, allow. Why wouldn't you allow? This device is currently in use. Changing any properties during use. Okay. This is fine. 
Um. Oh, now it's now it's acting like a bitch. Did I lose audio to the stream? I did not. Good. Okay. Okay. Um. I don't know what's happening. This is so weird. I don't know why it just stopped working all of a sudden. I'm sorry, Podbean. I'm so sorry. I'm so so sorry. I look up and I see. I see. Uh, let's see. The the mic is up. You will be able to hear your own voice in your headphones. Microphone is up. Oh, let's check the settings. No, that's not it. Basic. No, that's not it. Uh, I'm not it. I'm not it. Um, I really don't know, Podbean folk. I don't know what happened and why this stopped working. All sound devices. Okay, let's let's try this. Audio allow. Format, yes. Okay. Don't need all that. Now let's go sound devices. Guys, we're going to figure this out. We're going to figure this out. I, f- I have full faith in, in me. Church driver Pookie says there in spirit. Every, oh, look at all the bean hate. I love it. Look at all the bean hate. I'm definitely Damien. What's up, man? Good to see you back, buddy. Thanks for coming back, homie. He said he would and he did. I'm trying to figure out the sound problems I'm having um, for uh, the Podbean. We do a live. We stream the audio live out to Podbean. And uh, I don't know why it's not working. It seems to have shitted the bedded. Let me go to volume mixer, Google, the Google's output device, input device. <gasps> That's not it. Let's try that. Let's try that. That is not it either. I don't fucking know. Okay. I don't know. Sorry, Bean. It's a, it's a whole ass thing. We're going to continue the show. I guess I'm killing the pod bean. Sorry, folks. Bye, pod bean. I tried again. I just need to, I need to dedicate some time. To the beginning of the show to fix that. But the problem is I just don't care. I just don't care. All right, let's do. Um, what happened to my downloads, guys? I'm freaking out. All of the stuff that I downloaded is gone for the show. Like the. Um, the slides that I made. It's not good. I'm going to re-download them real fast. Hey, uh, we are going to talk baseball obs. I don't want to be the guy that says, I told you so. A lot of panic. A lot of panic was going on in this chat yesterday. A lot of... A lot of mourning already. In fact, dare I say... I saw on Twitter, so yeah, we're just going to jump into baseball, screw it. I saw on Twitter, I say, I say, I saw on Twitter, lots of folks about an hour left in the game. And when I say lots of folks, I mean lots of folks were in dismay. Well, this sucks. What a gut punch. Oh, I hate this. Well, we squandered Verlander's start. And I kept trying to tell you guys that... Baseball, Major League Baseball in the playoffs is 27 outs. I mean, if you watched any Valle con Dios Frijoles, if you watched any, I'm sorry, TDP, I'm sorry, Reyes. I really tried to get the audio going. It just, it's not happening. 
Um, but if you watched any any if you watched any baseball over the weekend, or if you watched any baseball yesterday, I want you as a sports fan to have one takeaway from all those games. And it's not that your Don is your daddy, but he is. It is that baseball in the playoffs is 27 full-on ass outs. That doesn't mean your team's going to win every time. But these guys go out and they do their thing down to the last out. There is no quit in a lot of these teams that are in the playoffs. Look at what the Braves did. Right? Look at the Braves coming back and, and making it a game and ending up 7-6. They lost, but you know what? You had to get all three. Phillies had to get all three outs in the ninth. There wasn't any gimmies. The Braves didn't go, ah, you can have the last two outs. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. That was weird. Heck yeah, you're right. Uh, B. Hannon just resubbed. Seven months, baby. <laughs> Thank you for the Prime sub, B. Hand. And by the way, you guys, for those of you that don't know, if you have Prime sub, uh, I'm definitely Damien. If you have a Prime sub, I'm talking to you, pal. Nah, it's too soon. It don't sub yet. You just got here. Hang out. Try the cheese dip. Uh, but if you have a Prime membership to Amazon Prime, you get a free Twitch sub that you can use on your favorite Twitch streamer. And I hope one day this be that guy. Damn it, the bangs still aren't working. I need to check out Nightbot and see what that raggedy bitch is, is up to. I see why Nightbot's not working. Uh, so, uh, Behan, thank you for the resub, buddy. Hype Train finished. Three gifted subs, 1,265 bits. You guys are fucking amazing, man. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> hashtag Prime. Hashtag Patreon. Hashtag Broken. Uh, definitely not Joe Pro said, any team with Altuve will take it to the wire. A couple big at-bats by the rookies ahead of Jordan. Beautiful finish. Dude, facts. That's the thing that kind of goes unheralded in yesterday's Astros game. Let me, uh, we're, we're going to deep dive here a little tiny, weeny, teeny, 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 is the word I'm looking for, bit. Let's pull up the, uh, by the way, the new Windows update, mm, this is pretty fancy. I like that I can do the window resizing. Auto magically by just holding it up to the top. Dodgers are a beautiful team with a beautiful looking Josh Turner, Justin Turner. Dude. Dodgers are sick. Sick. <clears throat> Cause it's like, well, we'll get to the Dodgers. Okay, we're gonna get to the Dodgers next, Damien. I promise. Let's we're gonna start with this Astros game. Let's get through it, and then we'll talk Dodgers, and then we'll talk Phillies, uh, Braves for the uh for Jay Cross if he shows shoes? up. And then shoes, we'll shoes, talk. Shoes, shoes, shoes. Um, the shoes? Yankees. Hey, I'm definitely Damien with the shoe check. Let's go. Look at you using the channel pointy points. Oh, by the way, I gotta make uh I gotta make uh uh AJB and a VIP. Let's do that right now. Let's go uh add new. AJ the f what is it? Is it AJ the Falcons fan? What is the damn what in the what? What? AJ, the Super Falcons fan. How could I forget that? All right, let's see. AJ, there he is. He's a VIP. <laughs> Dunskies, bro. Dunskies. Yo, you may have to log out, log back in, or go out and come back in, AJB, but uh, you, my friend. 
are a VIP of the Barry on Deck channel. And since we got a shoe check, listen, I don't want to brag. Astros rolled up big last night, yesterday. Had to rock my Astros shirt, custom, custom Astros shirt. Had to rock the flying A OG Astros logo that never existed, but was a prototype. And of course, because I did, bam, I had to rock the custom Astros Air Force Ones. Now these come with a little touch of old Oilers love you blue. Uh, but these are my custom Astros Air Force Ones. Look at that. As done by uh, none other than, turn it over, Art of a Woman. My girl Abigail, who has donated to our streamathon every year. Bam, bamity, bam, bam. Yes, I'm rocking the Astros uh, custom. I'm fully custom. Air Force Ones. Um, oi. All right. God damn it. Also, no socks today. No socks. DJ Maddie with 100 bits. Thank you, DJ Maddie. So there's your shoe check, Damien. All right, let's get back to this Astros game real quick. Let's talk about it for a second. Here's two things that are going to go unnoticed or undiscussed at the very least um, that were critical. And and I think once I say it, you guys are going to be like, well, yeah, duh. But that's the thing is, obviously, Jordan had to hit the home run. But if Jordan's at the plate with nobody on... There's no one shining moment, right? There's no game winner. So having two guys on base, two, mind you, two rookies on base. Hensley was added to this team down the stretch. This isn't a guy who had a ton of big league seasoning and, uh, you know, getting tons of ABs. He just was added late, got hot, gets up. In the ninth, gets a big A-B and draws a walk. Now, look, he he's fouling off pitches. He saw eight or nine pitches, and then it was going to be a walk anyways, but he gets hit by a pitch, and he's on base. And then Pena, who, eh, he had looked okay. Um, let me pull up the box score here. Boop, 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 boop. Mm, box score. So, here we go. I still want an easier way to do this so that it's faster for you guys. So Pena before his hit in the ninth inning was 0 for 4. And he had a couple of strikeouts mixed in there that you don't see, uh, but he had some strikeouts. He, you know, what did he strike out, twice? And he had two strikeouts? Nonetheless, um, big A-B by him. Big A-B by Hensley. And the fact that you needed two guys on for Jordan to get to the plate. Now, Altuve didn't do well in that situation, and that's okay. But Hensley comes up, Altuve kind of, and usually the Astros fans, Astros team, we're, we're kind of used to Altuve being clutch like that. But it was time for the rookies to step up, and they did. They both got on base. So you had first and second. <clears throat> And Jordan Alvarez comes up to the plate. Now, the, the the thing that I think sometimes baseball managers get a little too smart, a little too cute. Analytics are great. Y'all know I love numbers. That's why the Laminator 5000 exists for NFL betting, because I wanted to do something with numbers. 
But the fact of the matter is, is Scott Service outsmarted himself. If and they have said that they had talked about this, that they, you know, they they went through the the, the numbers and everything else. And the fact that they, they really liked having a specialist lefty-on-lefty lefty matchup if they needed it late. And they, they, they even said, hey, listen, we talked to Robbie during the week. We talked to Robbie leading up to this game. We talked to him game day of game. Pre-game, we said, listen, there's a possibility late if we got Jordan at the plate and it's a big moment in the game, we're going to get you up, we're going to get you warm, you're going to come in and you're going to face him. Cool. Here's the problem with that, though. Um, Jordan is hitting like 320 against lefties. So that's problem number one. He's actually a 299 hitter against righties. But, you know, you go, it, you, here's the thing about, here's the thing about, to me, about analytics, right? And I don't know, they have deeper numbers than I, I have or that I get. But I'll say this, you cannot combine old school mentality with new school analytics. You have to pick one or the other, right? So you're, if you're Scott Service, you either have to say lefty on lefty is always better than righty lefty or lefty righty. We always want same side hands facing each other if we're at, on the mound. If we're on defense, if we're in the field, we always, if there's a lefty at the plate, we want a lefty on the mound. If there's a righty at the, especially with two outs in the ninth, game on the line, tying run, sorry, winning run at the plate, you always want to go lefty on lefty if you're the old school mentality type of manager. Others will say, well, let's take a look at situations and uh, analytics. And maybe Jordan with at home with runners on first and second against a lefty is batting 125 or whatever it is. But he's hitting 320 against lefties, Jordan is. He's batting 299 against righties. So the old school book goes out the window. But Service loves the fact that you can bring in a lefty to face the lefty. Knowing that this guy has certain statistical values against other lefties. Not taking into account what Jordan has done against left-handed pitchers. You can't do both. Now, Robbie Ray won the Cy Young last year. Great. But in baseball, it is a big difference between starting and relieving. There's a big difference. This is why everybody loves to throw out like, oh, you know, I mean, oh, maybe McCullers has just come out of the pen. That's a lot easier said than done. That's also what makes what Charlie Morton did a couple years ago amazing. So you can't just have, bring in a guy who's only done it five or six times in his career, never recorded a save, who's used to starting a game fresh, knowing, all right, I got four, five, six innings. You know, this is how my body warms up. This is how my arm warms up. Mentally, this is how I get prepared. You shift all of that for one game and you don't even experiment with it down the stretch in the in the in the last month of the season or anything like that. It's different, man. It's different. It really is. It's the equivalent of asking a guy to go up and switch hit. My bad. Joe Pro said get it right. It's Charlie fucking Morton. My bad. What's up, Mines? 
Mine's and I swear if there's another level 10 sub train, I'm leaving before the brothel starts. What's up, Mize? We're gonna talk Phillies in a second. I know you guys you you, you want to talk Blue Jays, but they're not in it. Um, so maybe Phillies. I don't know. Yankees. Who's your backup team if it ain't the Blue Jays? Oh god, my head itches. Um it says they talked about it on the radio, Aaron Rabel. What's up, Aaron? They talked about it on the radio post-game show while I was on the way home. These Astros players from top to bottom are smart and have learned to embrace the technology that they have. Yeah, so anyways, I think Scott Service outsmarted himself, though. So to bring in a Robbie Ray in that situation is like asking Altuve to go up and hit uh, left-handed because there's a righty on the mound. That's, that's essentially what you're asking. Altuve has taken left-handed at bats. I'm sure he has. You know what I mean? Like, he's done it a couple of times and BP or whatever, farting around. It's the same as asking a guy who's, you know, it, it would be like if Jordan was a switch hitter, but he's three 320 against lefties. Oh, well, you know what? Now that they brought in Robbie Reagan, he's a lefty, Jordan, you go bat from the right-hand side where you're 299 or 280 with three home runs. as a, It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Square peg, round hole. And that's what Scott Service did. They outsmarted themselves. And because, too, if you if you, if you need to know, I did the work for you. Oh, I did the work for you. You know, Daddy pulled up some numbers. So this was, let's see here. Let me pull up this. So here's Jordan Alvarez on the season, right? Um, these are his splits. So, first half, second half, um, defensive position, so leading off uh, an inning, batting order position. So, these are all all different splits that you get. Um, and it shows what he's hitting with, like, bases occupied, right? So, if there's men on, he's hitting 286. He's slugging 46, OPS of 877. He's got 10 home runs and 70 RBIs with guys on base. With two on, he's got three home runs, 14 RBIs, but it's hitting 389. So, I mean, things tighten up, right? And that's the other thing. You had a base open. They mentioned this in the post game on TV. By the way, you had a base open. You probably could have walked Jordan Alvarez if you wanted to. Now, did you want to face Bregman? No, because that's another unsung hero that I wanted to get to. You got to give credit to the two rookies that got on base ahead of Jordan Alvarez to give the Astros a win. But if not for Alex Bregman's home run in the eighth inning, to set up the heroics of the ninth, this team's, we're not having this discussion. So props, props, props to Alex Bregman for clawing his team back into it by making it 7-5 going into the ninth. Knowing that if we could just get two guys on with Jordan at the plate, we could win this game, and they and they did. So uh, here's all the splits. Right, so you got clutch stats. Two out with runners in scoring position. Jordan's hitting 283. No home runs. Late and close, he's hitting uh, 333 with four home runs. Within two runs, he's hitting 309. All right? Now, this doesn't break down like the the lefty-righty matchup there. Um. So, let's see. Where is it? I'm looking for... The lefty righties. Damn it. Um, well, it's not there. That's okay. I, I will find it. I might be missing it here. Let's see. 
Hmm. See the stats. Lead off an inning, batting order position. I thought. I thought it was here. Oh, here we go. Versus left handed pitching. There we go. So Jordan's hitting 321 versus lefties. He's hitting 299 versus righties. Obviously, he's got 27 home runs against lefties, but 10 home runs against righties. But he's got an OPS of almost 1,000 versus lefties still. Slug at 586. His on base is better. Um, and he, he he's, you know, considering how many ABs he gets, you know, 25 walks, that's, that's pretty decent. So that's that's part one. The other part of this is if you look at Jordan Alvarez head-to-head with Robbie Ray, there's not a huge sample size. Five plate appearances. He's got one hit and two walks. He's been on three of the five times against Robbie Ray. That one hit drove in a, a, a run, so he's got one RBI or maybe a walked it. I don't know. I'm assuming it's the hit. But that's not paltry numbers, and it's not a huge sample size to think that one guy owns the other. But they have faced each other, and that's what Jordan has done. He went, uh, he went one for three with two walks. So it doesn't make a ton of sense. I don't know what advanced analytics they had, but that just didn't make a ton of sense to me. Because like I said, if you're going to go old school, you just go lefty on lefty and damn the books, damn everything else. We just need a lefty out of the pen versus a lefty. And the other thing is you had, you had, uh, what's his name? Their, their closer was it. They actually took their closer out who had given up. You know, a tough luck walk to Hensley and then a a, um, a, uh, a base hit to Pena. But you had Sewell in the game. I would be interested to see what Sewell's numbers were against um, Jordan and against um, lefties. I think that would be something, too. And maybe that's why they did it. I don't know. Let's uh, Let's go over here. Let's check it out real quick. Let's see what his numbers are <clears throat> against uh, lefties. We want splits. And we want this year. Nope. Damn it. Go back. We want his splits. 2022. There we go. So uh, versus right-handed batters. There you go. So versus righties, he's given up a 130 average versus lefties, a 167, about the same amount of home runs. Uh, I mean, this isn't bad numbers. Uh, lefties have a 589 OPS against him, so, you know. But not terrible. A few more walks versus lefties. That's because sometimes pitching inside is a little more difficult. But this isn't, like, these aren't bad numbers against uh, lefties uh, or righties, right? So that's Sewell. So had Sewell faced a lefty, a 167 average, still pretty damn good. And he's your closer. Now, I don't know if these guys have ever faced each other. We can pull up batter versus pitcher and see. <sighs> Look at that. Mm. Sewell has faced Jordan Alvarez seven times. And seven at-bats, he's given up one hit and an RBI, no walks, and struck him out three times. He's got a 143 average. So you tell me. 
Yeah, Silio said they compared to them after the game. Sewell had, uh, Sewell had better numbers against lefties. Not only does he have better numbers against lefties, he's got better numbers against Jordan. So I don't know what they were looking at. Again, you either go by the numbers and go by the, the, the analytics or advanced analytics. Barry beat my message. What? Barry on deck. What was worse? The 8-1 lead lost by the Jays or the 4-1 lead lost by the Leafs with only five minutes left in the third? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say the 8-1 loss. Eight, you get seven runs. Actually, you give up eight runs. You're up seven. That's bad. Now, there was some bad luck involved. The collision led to several of those runs, so. The odds were not Jordan, but he be- delivered. Yeah, I, that's the crazy thing, man. The odds were not Jordan. No, but the odds were based statistically. They made it. I mean, um, Scott's service statistically put the favor back on the Astros. You had the matchup you wanted. You had the best matchup. Sewell versus Jordan. But he went old school lefty-lefty. And maybe that was it. Maybe he ignored the analytics. It felt like he combined the two, but I I don't know. It's just a dumb, dumb move. And props to Alex Bregman for the two-run home run in the eighth. Props to those rookies for getting on. Huge win. I can't even tell you how big of a win that is. And, and, And I'll say it one more time, and then we'll move on. Uh, but for everybody that was in this chat crying, <laughs> that's why you got to go get 27 outs. And by the way, uh, I forget who said it. Was it Poppy or Alex Rodriguez or somebody? But they made a great point. You just faded a the one of the worst starts, actually the worst start in Verlander's playoff career history. You faded that. You faded an awful outing by Jose Altuve. What was his numbers on the day? <clears throat> Altuve's numbers were absolute shit. Altuve goes one for four with a walk. Oh, sorry, 0 for four with a walk. I mean, you had Jordan hitting. Tucker didn't do anything. So, like, you faded, and all of your guys hit. All of your studs that are supposed to do. And the difference in these two teams really is the bottom of the lineup, right? I mean... The Astros are slightly deeper until you get to the catching position. But then when Vasquez is in, they do have an advantage. He went one for two. So I, I, you, this was not the best day overall statistically for the Astros in any way, shape, or form. And you couldn't beat that? I mean, what else can you do? Um... If you're if you're the Mariners, you 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 gave them your best shot. You know what I mean. Your star goes two for four, scores three runs, drives in two. What do you do, France? You know, I mean, you got you, you took Verlander deep. You've got home runs. You get out to a big lead, and then the last two innings, you give up five runs and lose the game. And Dusty said that as well. And they were bringing up the fact that hey, look, sometimes. Nice. Damien said JV made it look like JV stood for junior varsity. He really did. He was bad. It was bad. But, you know, they, they mentioned this in the game. They mentioned this after the game and they talked about rest and, and they, and, and Dusty even said, look, I don't want to make an excuse, but yeah, I notice it when these guys, when we have that much time off, it takes a while to get acclimated again. So they didn't play over the weekend like the Mariners did. 
So they they were a little rusty coming out of the gate. And I'm not going to say that's what that's why they, you know, were as bad as they were early. But maybe it was. Lordy said, don't we just love the Astros? Lordy, yes, we do, baby. Yes, we do love the Astros. Um, I have to. I mean, I'm born and raised here in Houston, but we're going to talk about the other games coming up in just a second. Let me let me check on the chat. Let me see what everybody's been saying here. Um, TS at Happy Wednesday. What's the what's on in sports? So we're talking Major League Baseball. Obviously, we had to start with the Astros just because the vast majority of the chat is based in Houston. Um, but we're going to talk about the rest of the games. Plus, I'm going to roll out the um, Laminator 5000, which is my spreadsheet with custom formulas and and stuff uh, so that we can see what the Laminator 5000 is saying as far as picks this weekend for NFL. And then maybe we'll talk a little college football. What else do I have on the list here? Uh, NFL coaching hot seats. We still haven't looked at the AP poll for the week for colleges. Um, so, yeah, we got we got plenty of sports to talk about. And we got some birthdays I need to acknowledge here in just a second. So um, is the bean officially dead? Kind of Titan Hugo. I can't get the audio to work. I cannot get the audio to work. Bijou and Bagwell couldn't have done that. Um, I mean, they did get to a World Series. They did get to a World Series. Uh, Potch had a question. Ask me anything about anything. How do you feel after Jordan broke the soul of Mariners fans? Let me tell you something. This is a fact. This is true. This is just me being honest. This is not hyperbole. This is not me being dramatic. I'm watching that. And when I saw Jordan come to the plate, I was like, this is it. This is his moment. This is what the Astros do. But I was nervous. You know, I'm like, oh, as a fan, I'm nervous. Now, I will, this is the part where I'm not being dramatic, but I'm being honest when I tell you that there's since having started, having been in sports talk radio for seven plus years and in the media for that longer, longer and doing all the stuff that I've done covering sports. One of the things I had to learn how to do and condition myself to do was take out my fandom, take it out. When I watch games, take it out. When I talk about games, you never hear me on the radio or TV or on this show talking about we, because I don't talk like a fan. I talk like an objective uh, observer because I want my opinions to come from a place of objectivity, not from fandom. Because I think that there's a bit of a, I think that's, I mean, it's, it's cool to be a fan, but you know, I think you want honest opinions about your teams and I want people, I've always wanted people on radio and otherwise to understand that when I talk about it, I'm giving you my honest opinion and the truth. I'm not sugarcoating it because I love this team. I'm not whatever. So I've, I've rarely watch games as a fan. Aggies. Yeah. But, you know, even pro sports, but it's so it's it. But last night, yesterday, in that ninth inning, when Jordan Alvarez hit that home run, I lost my shit like a fan. And it felt so good to be a fan again. I went nuts. I scared the fucking cats. I jumped up. I ran out of because I was watching in here because Fubo, we don't have the, the TBS stuff. So I have to watch on the Internet. So I was done. I was doing show post show stuff. I jumped up. Babe, Nora, because Nora was home by then. I'm freaking out. I'm running around screaming, hooting and hollering. I hurt my finger on the desk when I jumped up. I pinched it between the desk and my fat. Uh, the cats freaked the fuck out. Pew! They were gone. 
Nora's like, what are you doing? I'm like, Ben, Ben. It's like the Tasmanian devil. Just running around. Like I'm 10. And it wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, when I go to games, when I cover games as media, if I'm at an Astros game in the press box, if Jordan Alvarez hits that, internally I'm like, fuck yeah. But externally I'm like, oh, what was the count? You know, I'm trying to be professional. But I don't have to do that here. And it was just an honest reaction. And it felt great. It felt fun. It was dope. And I'm going to do that Thursday when, thanks courtesy to Dr. Dre on 290, when I take my mom to the Astros game for game two in this series. I'm going to sit in those seats and I'm going to be a fan. And it's fun. All right, so let me catch up. So that answers your question, Matt. Uh, Pena came up clutch twice with Bregman uh, home run to score. True, true, true. Truck driver Pookie. True, true, true. I don't, I don't know why I forgot it was him on base. You're right. You're right. Pena came up clutch twice. Uh, mine's almost cried because the Blue Jays. Yeah. Uh, maybe you're just lucky. So does that mean Cole couldn't come on, uh, come in 2019 World Series to get the win? N- no, it's just difficult, man. And not everybody can do it, right? Not everybody's Charlie Morton. Not everybody's Lance McCullers Jr. Some dudes aren't conditioned that way. Uh, you know, Daddy pulled up some numbers. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, what was worse? Okay, we got that. Probably Canada losing to Sweden. Okay, VB. What do you what? Very similar to Trevor Pookie. Managers seldom win games, but they can sure lose them. Oh, that's a good point. That is a very good point. Um. They're always ready to get what well, they were already going to lose with the bullpen. So why not take the chance? That's not true. Um, yeah, my bad. Uh, double-edged sword. My message earlier, Barry on Jordan said second, he saw Ray up in the pen and uh service walk up the dugout steps. He grabbed the iPad and watched all three ABs. Nice. Nice. They compared them after the game. Barry repeat my message. Playoff baseball is the best, but why in the fuck are the Astros still playing at 2 p.m.? Dude, we talked about this. We've talked about this. I don't want to, I don't want this question anymore on the show. No more. No more. This is ridiculous. First of all, Houston fans are crybabies. We are whiny baby bitches about this. You don't respect our team. Well, first of all, no one gives a fuck about the Astros except Astros fans. There's not millions of Astros fans spread out around the country. There are millions of bandwagon-ass Yankee fans and Cubs fans and Dodgers fans. That's just how it goes, TDP. That's how it goes. Also, the Astros are the most hated team and franchise in baseball. And they know that fans of the sport that they could get to lay eyes on it do not want to have to watch that team in primetime. They'd rather not watch. So they're not going to put these guys on in primetime. It's the Mariners and the Astros. It's literally the who gives a fuck division series. No one cares about this. People care about the Yankees. People care about the Dodgers. I mean, no one gives a shit about the Phillies and the Braves, really, compared to the Dodgers and the Yankees. So it's, it's, stop crying about it. Who gives a fuck? It is perplexing, but whatever. There's nothing we could do about it, and they're never going to change it. But as long as the Astros keep winning, fuck them. Uh, TDP, sit down, sir. Uh, what did Perry say? Uh, are y'all okay with JV if in game four if necessary? No, not on short rest. I don't think you need to. 
I don't think you need to go JV in game four. I don't think you need to. You've got a ton of capable arms. A ton. I don't think you need to run him out on short rest, especially knowing there could be a game five. Plus, if you win game four, if necessary, you, you save him for game one in the ALCS. There's no reason to run JV out there in game four. Game five, sure. And then you open up the new series with Fromber or, or Lance. No reason to run him out there. Um, don't we just love the Astros? Uh, sit down. TD needs to move. Aaron said they were supposed to have simulated games. Yeah, simulated games don't do shit, though, dude. That's just to keep you moving and keep the muscle memory, but it's just not the same. Um, did the Rangers get the W yesterday? Oh, Alex, you jerk-ass jerk. <laughs> Take a shot to TDP. Um, because they're not Yankees or Dodgers. Exactly. Did Bagwell ever hit a playoff home run? I think so. That's a really good question. I, let's look up uh, Jeff Bagwell's postseason. Well, now, he never hit a World Series home run because he was 130 years old by the time he got to the World Series, right? <clears throat> let's look at splits. Oh, no, no, we don't want splits. We want postseason batting. Uh, Jeff Bagwell had six years, nine different series in the postseason, and he had two in 2004 in the NLDS where he hit 318. For his career, he was a 226 hitter in the postseason. That's, that's bad. Two home runs and 13 RBIs, 25 strikeouts. But when you're playing the Braves every damn year, you make the playoffs. It's going to be like that sometimes. That sucks, man. That really sucks, though. 25 strikeouts. Yeesh. Yeesh. At least he got some World Series ABs, right? He did get a hit in the World Series, so good for him. Uh, all right, I'm catching up with the chat, and then we're going to move on to the other games because I do want to talk uh, Dodgers and Yankees as well. Caminetti was the only Stroh homer I recall from the 90s. Nope, that's not true. Um, There's a ton of Astros home runs uh in the 90s in the playoffs let's see um where's the postseason shit at blessed it blessed be the fruit dude i'm watching um what's it called handmaid's tale we just finished season four so we're now starting season five yo that shit is crazy crazy and you know what I'm not one of those cats that's like, oh, uh, dystopian. But I could see in some ways The Handmaid's Tale happening. Not exactly like it's written. Like, I'm not the guy that's like, oh, man, it's 1984 all over again. We're actually going to live it. But there's a lot of shit that goes on in The Handmaid's Tale that if you pay attention to politics and the shit going on, you're like, man. I think I tweeted out like after some of the shit that happened with the Supreme Court and some of the other stuff that was pro-choice, pro-life and all that. I was like, man, this feels like <laughs> this feels like the prequel to The Handmaid's Tale in some way. Just just saying. I'm just just not not being political. Just, uh, that's just a personal personal opinion here. I'm trying to find the Astros postseason. Um, full roster. 
Yeah, I'm not seeing postseason for 2012 here. Ban TDP. What did he say? What did TDP say? Now what did he do? Yes, I hurt my finger, Demata. Barry became a nine-year-old on crack. I did, I did. We all acted like children. Barry on deck. You won't have to do that tomorrow. Thank God. Dre is a good dude, CC. Two outs, two strikes, walk off. Yeah, we jump up and act a fool. Yes, we do. And I said to uh, somebody on Twitter, I haven't run around the house like that in, in like five years. Exactly five years. 2017 World Series. Uh, what's up? Heartthrob. Alvarez was on that. Bregman uh, was on when Bregman homer. That's what I thought. But someone said it was Pena. So, okay. Whoever it was, props to them. Let's see. Okay. Skip my next few chats then. <laughs> That's funny. Um, <laughs> you know, I love you, TVP. You know, I'm going to fuss at y'all. I'm always going to fuss at y'all. Oh, ban TDP for asking why the last season sucked. What? Um, Astros at two, Texans at twelve. Rockets. I'd rather a two p.m. start than one of those damn West Coast start times. Man, I don't know. The two p.m. start sucks for this show. I'll tell you that. I like the early games as a staff record label and as a crew. I do agree with that. The game on October nineteenth, JV start sounds good. Okay. Uh, I'm excited to see how Frommer does. Yep. Uh, won't need JV in game four because the Astros are going to sweep. I don't know about that, man. I don't know. Uh, Glavin and Smoltz and Maddox were no joke. No, they were so nasty. I just started Umbrella Academy. I need to watch that. I need to watch that. Game four would be on regular rest for JV, I think. Well, if that's the case, then yeah, roll him out. That's fine. Um, ban TDP, Alvarez, uh, LOL in one season with Stroh's Caminetti, Bagwell, uh, okay. Uh, Spectrum sucks. Need to switch to Takis. I don't know. I'll be on Pookie's house and okay. I'm watching tomorrow. Got it. All right. I'm all caught up with the chat. I still can't find like a 97. Watch is telling me to get up and walk. Shut up. Watch. I still can't find. Heck yeah. Hey, Mark. Thank you for the sub, buddy. Mark just resubscribed with his Prime membership for seven months. Thank you, buddy. Where's the Game 5 park? I have no idea. Uh, at your house? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, all right, so let me see. I want the Astros 97 playoffs. Playoffs? It's not going to be scheduling results, right? No, that's not it. Batting, game logs, scouring. I thought it would be under stats. Top 12 team batting team. Full season roster and games. Coaching staff. So is it team batting? See, this is by position. Fielding. Batters. Pitchers. What in the actual fuck? What's up, AJB? Salud. Uh, I was sad passing it this morning. What? I don't see it, guys. Maybe splits? Maybe splits. Months, player age, position, batting, count. 
Innings, power, location, opponent, ballpark. Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't see it. This hat is hurting my goddamn head. I have to take it off. I gotta cut my hair. Oh my god, it's so long. I think this is the longest my hair's ever been. Alright, I can't find it. I well it we've wasted enough time with this shit. And all of that. So let's talk uh let's talk. We could talk that Phillies Astros or Phillies Braves game, but I, I didn't get to see much of it. Other than the fact that um one Freed had a terrible outing, and that's not good for the, he he very much Justin Verlandered it, very much so. And if you're the Phillies, you got to be feeling good, man. You punch the Braves in the mouth early, and again another team that, excuse me, had some time off, and um, you know put on a late rally as they started getting into the flow of the game. But the Phillies came out, punched them in the mouth, go up seven to three by the fifth inning and um, have some difficulties finishing down the stretch. But Freed goes out and, and shits the bed and lays an egg. And um, just overall, I mean, it's a big win for the Phillies. Now, this is a bit concerning. I mean, the Phillies emptied the pen almost. Now, not every guy, you know, threw a ton of pitches. But you got relievers in here throwing 24 pitches and he got one out. That's a concern in a five-game series. So if you're the Phillies, you're not feeling great about that, no pun intended. You're not feeling great about that. (laughs) If you're the Braves, you know that, look, we got plenty of arms, and, you know, maybe now we're in the groove again, late rally. But having Freed go out and lay an egg like that is not great either. So we'll see. Um the other series, this Yankee series, Cole struggled a little bit in like the third inning, but that's about it. Yankees had a rally. I think they had bases loaded. Uh, but Garrett Cole did what he was supposed to do. Yankees hitters, for the most part, didn't really, the offense really did not much. Uh, Yankees, the bullpen did what you expect the Yankees bullpen to do. Uh, but the offense didn't do a lot, and that's good if you're a Yankees fan. If you're the Yankees and you go out and you're able to win 4-1 and Judge goes 0-3 with a walk, you had the big home run by Rizzo, but uh, Torres goes 0-3, Stanton goes 0-3. So the first four in your lineup, what is that, 4, 7, 10, 12, go 1-12 for 12, and you still beat the Guardians 4-1? to one. Man, if you're a Yankee fan, you're feeling good about that. So, you know, I, I think the Guardians, they're not done. Um, it's a good baseball team, but they're young and they're inexperienced. And it's not like they just took the Yankees' best game. You know what I mean? They didn't just take the Yankees. This wasn't 10-9 to 9 or anything like that. They got a late home run by Rizzo. To help out. I mean, this is 2-1 going into the sixth. If you're the Indian, or the, the Guardians, you feel good about that. I probably said Indians like five times. So, um, but Cole did his job. You know, he goes six and a third. He gives up one earned run. That's what he had to do. That's what he was supposed to do. And he did. So, of all the pitchers, of all the starters... 
he might have had the best outing of the day yesterday. And he was the one that the, had the most pressure on him, really. Let's look here. Let's look at all the box scores. Let's get numbers for all the starters. So Gilbert had a decent outing, five and a third and, and three Ernie's. That's okay. It's not great. Verlander's outing was awful. We know that. Uh, Phillies Braves. Suarez's run before the fourth inning comes around, but he goes three and a third, but that's okay. They they probably went bullpen by committee or whatever. I don't know. There's just a lot of pitches thrown. Uh, a free chit the bed. And then, um, so you had Cole, you had uh, Quantrell, who goes five innings, three earned runs. Again, not great, but not terrible. And then in that Padre series, Clevenger was terrible. He was not great. He had very much a Justin Verlander type of outing. And Urias was good. He was damn near unhittable to start the game. Not so much in the last couple of innings. Uh, you can see that's when San Diego put up three. The only three they got came in the fifth inning um, when they chased him, and that was it. And then the Dodgers were like, all right, enough fooling around. We're going to go to this lights-out lockdown bullpen. And they did, and it did what it's done all year. So, I mean, Garrett Cole had the best day of any pitcher um, in the playoffs right now. And he had to. He had the most pressure. He was the stud. He's the guy. So he did his job, and that was a, that was a lot of pressure. And, you know, he, he gave credit to the fans and all this snap. But credit where credit is due. He didn't shit the bed. And he had time off, right? I mean, if we're making excuses for the Astros about having to the time off, where's that with the Yankees? Now, they didn't put up a ton of runs, so the offense was a little stagnant. But Garrett Cole did his job, so that's not, that can't be an excuse for Freed or Verlander. I don't know. Jared Taylor said, maybe I missed it. Do we think that Verlander is okay? Maybe just a bad day. Yeah, I think it was just a bad day. I don't I don't think, you know, injuries or anything like that played a role. Good Lord, my hair is long. I don't think injuries or anything were a factor. I think that that was just a bad, bad day. He got ambushed early. But in watching it, when I first started watching it, he was missing in the zone, and that's not what Verlander does. Occasionally, he'll miss up, and that's why, you know, in the last, not last year, but the last couple of years, he's been kind of susceptible to the home run ball. Remember, he would always give up one or two bombs per outing, it felt like. And it's because every once in a while, he'd miss up. Yesterday, he missed in the heart of the zone, over the heart of the plate. Up and down a little bit, but he just was not able to spot any of his pitches. And that's, you can't do that. I don't care who you are. Because Verlander has the power and the pinpoint control and the accuracy. He's 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 got it all. That's why he is who he is. That's why he had a 175 ERA. But you can't. I don't give a shit if you throw 102. You throw 102 right down the middle. Night, night. BB said, I just read that I'm coming for you, sir. What? What? Uh, Braves almost came back. Yeah, they did. Yeah. 7-6. It was nice. MLB playoff baseball, baby. Hockey is still the best playoffs in sports. But I'll, I swear and I stand by it. Baseball is the second best playoffs. Football's eh. 
Tony the Handsome, you handsome son of a bitch. Welcome back to the show, my friend. Good to see you. Welcome in. Look at that handsome face right there on the screen. Look at that. Oh, you're so handsome. Um, playoff baseball's second best playoffs in sports. I think it goes hockey. It goes baseball. It goes man, football. I mean, this is one and done, right? I think football just because, and then basketball. Basketball's the worst of the, of the. Church Driver Pookie said, what channel is hockey on? Man, I don't know. Lordy said, Mets fan here. I'll sit in the corner. Oh, damn, Lordy. Oh, no. Lordy, I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. Dude, that has to suck to be a Mets fan. I would be so angry. As a Mets fan, all the money you spent. I mean, you didn't spend it. Bro, I'd be so pissed. I want to see something. Let me pull up the Mets. The Mets won 100 games this year, right? I'm pulling up the standings. Hold on. Mets won 101 games. Now, admittedly, you guys kind of choked down the stretch a little bit. You had to have seen this coming a little bit. Right? I mean, the Braves overtook you in the, in the last week of the season, pretty much. But, Lordy, you spend all that money. You've got the, two of the best pitchers in baseball that you're trotting out there. Bro, I'd be so mad as a Mets fan. So mad. Especially because, hold on now, let's, I mean, look, look at this. Look at this. <laughs> this is not even fair. DeGrom and then Scherzer in a three-game series, there's no reason you lose that series. None. None. Cisco has a good point. Basketball playoffs, half the league gets in and takes three months. See? Uh, I have been a Mets fan since 2005. I'm used to it. Ish. Bro, what? I mean, I want to see something. This may be kind of a, a pointless endeavor here. Let's pull up <clears throat> pitching stats in uh, in the National League. Regular season. Let's just see where these two cats and kitties. And we won't even do, although I'm guessing. Uh, no, we want just National League. There we go. Wow, I'm kind of surprised here. Neither one of those cats. Uh, oh, there we go. There we go. There we go. Oh, well, Bassett, too. Yeah, forget about Bassett. <sighs> dude, so you have Bassett, who is top 20 ERA. Scherzer, DeGromp, dude. What? Uh, I want to see. Uh, let's see. Let's pull up this team stats for them. I figured it was better. I'm a bit, I'm a bit, I'm a skosh surprised. And it might just be because they didn't qualify. And this is postseason. So we want reg season. So there's innings pitched. Scherzer with 145. Yeah, he was limited. They didn't get to Grom until late. But even so, let's see what they did when they came back. 
There we go. There's the ERA. Uh, so DeGrom had a 308 ERA. All right. Not not terrible. Scherzer had a 229 and then Bassett with his 342. Um, but man, that staff, that staff, unbelievable. Padres have a solid team. They just played terrible. The Padres have a good team, but the Padres aren't, I don't know. There's something, of, I mean, look, one-two punch, but even like Profar at the top of that lineup, that doesn't, I don't know, man. The top, if if they had Tatis, if that, if that lineup top three was, you know, Fernando Tatis Jr. one, uh, Machado two, Juan Soto three. Oh, shit. That's the best top three in baseball. Hands down, not even close. But, you know, with Profar up there, I mean, you still got really good pitching that can get these guys out. These guys still aren't a success rate of 30, 32%. You know what I mean? Even the best of the best. So the Padres have a really good one-two punch. But outside of that, there's, I mean, there's a reason they finished as far back as they did. Right? I mean, let's let's be real. If we go back and look, uh, let's see. Pull this up again. We need to stop getting away from the shit. MLB standings. Why isn't this working? Let's try this one then. Padres finished 22 games back. Now, I get it. Dodgers won 111 games. I get it. The Padres were only a plus 45. They scored 705 runs, which is really good. But, I mean, that is not when you consider who is on their team and, and, and the fact that they have the best hitter in baseball, perhaps, in Soto. Let's go run score. Let's just uh, let's see. Wins. Nope, that's pitching. Oh, there we go, batting. That's what I wanted. I'm like, what the heck? And I don't want postseason. I hate this. I want regular season MLB batting. Here we go. The San Diego, San Diego, the Wells Vagina Padres finished 13th in a run scored at 705. I mean, the Diamondbacks scored 702. Now, granted, they do play in a division where they face the Dodgers a lot, and they had to play that team a lot and that pitching staff, and that's going to matter. But that's going to matter, and that's what the Mets pitching staff was, basically shit, especially in a three-game series. I don't know, man. The Dodgers, I mean, the Padres aren't a team that I think strikes a ton of fear in people's hearts outside of the top of the order. When you, once you get past three, it's like, okay, sure. Um, Power-wise, let's see where the Padres ranked power-wise. Let's see, where is Wells' vagina on uh, power-wise? 21st in home runs in Major League Baseball. So 21st in power. At, you know, and again, I mean, the Dodgers, for as well as they can pitch, the uh, offensively, the Padres aren't that scary. Uh, Pitching-wise, Team ERA. Oh, oops, oops. San Diego, 11. Okay. 
I mean, that's respectable, but that's not, you know, striking fear in the hearts of your opponents. I don't know. I mean, this is just an okay team. You know, I mean, people love to throw out the fact that it's Tatis, Machado, and Soto. But first of all, it ain't all three of them. And second of all, outside of those guys, the role players aren't as scary as the role players on the Dodgers and the role players on the Astros. So, nonetheless, baseball is fun. Yeah, Yuli, oh my gosh. They talk about on the broadcast, is there a hotter guy right now? He's so hot. Mm. Yuli, let him get to home base. Oh, my God. Uh, are you guys fighting in the chat? Are you guys fighting? I love this. Fight in the chat. I don't give a shit. Be nice to each other, but, like, respectfully talk shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't say anything racist. Uh, you know, if you want to talk about each other's moms, I don't care. That's fine. Just don't say anything racist or sexist. But, yes, definitely fight in the chat. I'm here for it. Uh, talk that shit, you know? sports baby and if you get your feelings hurt why you're an adult and this is for fun talk your shit if you can't if you can't uh handle a little shit talking uh, maybe call total dallas because that man takes more abuse from this chat than anyone i've ever met in my life i mean total dallas is abused on a daily basis and we love him so, talk your shit. Uh, what is this? In contrast, playoff baseball is fun and the Dodgers will win it all. Yes, maybe. I'm going to tell you right now, Damian, that Astros win yesterday may have just pumped them full of life. I know that shit doesn't carry over by the time the World Series goes around. But I'm going to tell you right now, what the Astros proved to themselves last night is that they are in it until the very, very end. And not just because it was your Don. Remember now, you had rookies getting on base and doing the things that guys like Altuve and Yuli and Bregman had done in the past, and Correa. And these cats are stepping up and doing it. That's a scary thing, man. When you give a team this talented a ton of confidence like that, that can carry them the rest of the playoffs. B. Hannon said his body shaming allowed. 100%. Yes. If they're fat, call them fat. If they got a weird eye, call it out. Let's go. Make fun of CeCe's lopsided titties. I don't care. What? <laughs> Dre said, if you can't stand the heat, get out the kitchen. And truck driver Pookie's like, bro, you making tacos? <laughs> oh, TDB's fat ass up in here trying to get free chat tacos. <clears throat> Wallace said, if you got a crooked nose, say it. Bitch. Listen, I'm the only one that can be seen. So no making fun of the way I look. Y'all can make fun of the way each other's look because you, you, you don't see. Nobody knows what you look like, Wallace Wiltz. If that is your real name, Wallace. Wallace, you probably have like, I don't know, you probably like walk with a limp, got swollen ankles. You probably have like a mole somewhere in your face that looks all weird. Be here and said, Barry got that Owen Wilson. It's the goddamn camera, you guys. When I put this hat on, this hat is straight. This hat is straight as an arrow. Do you see how crooked it looks on camera? Fuck y'all. Wallace said I wasn't talking about you. Lion sack of shit, Wallace. <sighs> Screw you. 
And B. Hannon. You can suck it too, ho. Um, I want to take a picture of like my, my, I need to take a picture of my face, not on camera. That's what I need to do. Wait, who called me? What did I have a missed call from? Oh no, spam. Ho ass spam. Fucking hate spam. So much. Um, what, what the heck? What in the wild, wild? There we go. Okay, we're back. We are back. Sorry. Uh, damn it, Dre. I'll message wax. Okay. There's a massage message. Jesus. All right. Uh, so that's some baseball talk for you. That, that was a lot. That was a lot. That was too much. I enjoyed it though. Uh, thank God Sean hates stuff. Wasn't here to bitch about the, um, baseball talk. Cause we're a lot, a lot of us are baseball fans. A lot of us are baseball fans. And if you're not, then I say to you, suck it. All right, now I need you guys to get your shot glasses out. We got birthdays to celebrate. Yes, yes, we do. Oh, yes, we do. Not one, but two. Birthdays to celebrate on this very show. By the way, um, if you're wondering, like, well, it was my birthday and you didn't say shit. Uh, that's because we don't know. We only get and celebrate Patreon member uh, birthdays. So, you know, if you watch every day and you're like, God damn it, they missed my birthday. I want my shout out. Well, bitch, you got to be a member of Patreon. All right. So there's that. Uh, don't be crying in my face. Somebody yelled at Jen for that once. They're like, Jen, you guys didn't say anything about my birthday. And Jen was like, uh, you ain't on Patreon, ho. And he was like, my bad. You got to be on Patreon. That's where we get the info. And then Jen messages me every morning before the show and says, here's your birthdays for the day. No show tomorrow. So here's the birthdays for tomorrow or Friday or the weekend. And that's where we're at right now. Let's go. Hey, it's everybody's favorite song. It's the birthday song. I don't have a shot. I don't, I'm not doing a shot. I'll pass the fuck out. So we're going to do a birthday shot of an empty Diet Coke can. Mmm, cake. I got to say, man, happy birthday to my guy, my buddy, Shockadopolis. Shock and I go back probably eight years or more, back when Houston game day, when I first got the gig at ESPN Radio. Then uh, we've been co-workers and friends ever since. We exchange food on Thanksgiving like this is a real ass dude. And uh, shock, buddy, I don't even think you're here, but I love you. Uh, I hope you have a fantastic birthday. But that's not the only birthday. Oh, no, 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 no. Also having a birthday tomorrow, my dude Dake is rarely around, but he's still rocking and still supporting. And gosh darn it, Dake, I love you. Uh, and I hope you have a happy birthday as well. So I'm going to say to both of you guys, happy birthday. I hope you guys get roadhead or a hand job or whatever it is that you're into. Cheers, fellas. 
Take Shot. Sponsored by today's birthday is brought to you by Diet Coke. And that's the jam. All right, that's enough. Happy birthday, Shock. Happy birthday, Dick. Love you guys. Thank you for the support. Appreciate you. What? I can't believe the numbers fell when I played the birthday song. I don't get it. I, I don't get it. The birthday song is magnificent. Damon said beers for everyone. I know. I, that's what I need to go get. <gasps> you know what? Diet Coke, your birthday is on Diet Coke. Yes. Yes. Shots. Uh, shots all around. Nora. Um, guys, am I a hoe? Let me finish. I met Wallace. He seems normal. Oh, mm, ah, mm, I'll be the judge of that. Um, uh, let's see. Happy fellas on my birthday. What? Happy fellas on my birthday. What does that even mean? Um, how far behind am I? How far behind are you guys? I'm seeing just now seeing happy birthday shock. That's crazy to me. Nonetheless, I, I ask you guys, am I a hoe? What? A lot of, a lot of yeses early. A lot of yeses before I finished. Uh, I'll be RB in like 13 minutes. All right, uh, Damien, be safe, brother. Come back. Um, talk some shit. Nora went to a birthday party last weekend <clears throat> or the weekend before. I don't know. That's It doesn't matter. And she had these Corona pineapple spritzer drink things. Alice, do I answer yes or one? You know, it's a rhetorical question, Alan. Am I a hoe doesn't require an, require an answer. Okay. I know I'm a hoe. You don't need to pipe up and say so. So, nor, damn it, VB. <laughs> I look over, I see a one. Yes. What, okay. Everybody shut up. Um, AJB, you don't, Jen, you don't have my birthday. What? What? Is that true? No. Did you give it to her? If you didn't give it to her, she doesn't know. If you're a Patreon member and you haven't given Jen your birthday, and she asks all the new uh, Patreon members. If we missed it, though, AJB, Monday, we'll get it done, and I will do shots in your honor. TDP, thank you for the one bit. Thank you for the total Dallas 69. That's not it. Uh, Nora goes to a birthday party. She drinks these Corona spritzer pineapple things. She's like, babe, they're delicious. Now, her and I, you know, we'll partake in a couple of beers after the show. Alan, thank you for the one bit. Um, so she brings them home and okay. What is, I swear to God, I'll turn this whole show around. I'll turn this whole show around and take us home right now. Cece, thank you for the one bit. We're not getting like a hype train going. We got like a hype caboose. We got like a, <laughs> we got like a hype. We got like that hype train at Astroworld. That one train that you rode around when it was like. Like what? God damn it, Demata! Thank you for the one bit. It's rude to not say thank you. Oh, there you go, VB. And that's what I'm talking about. 
Now we're raking it in. Okay. trade. <laughs> Aaron said hype Healy's. All right. This is enough of this shit. Oh my God. I hate y'all so much. I hate y'all so much. How many one bits have come in for this? God damn it. TDP, thank you for the one bit. Alan Benson, thank you for the one bit. CC, I'm not even giving you the horn. Fuck the horn. CC, thank you for the one bit. All right, fine. D-Motto, thank you for the one bit. VB, thank you for the two bits. Joel, thank you for the one bit. Bianca, thank you for the one bit. Alan! There's a grown-ass man. Thank you for the 300 bits, Alan. Behanna, thank you for the one bit. Behanna, thank you for the one bit. Cece, thank you for the one bit. Posh, thank you for the one bit. Behanna for the one. Behanna for the one. Behanna for the one. Jared for the thousand bits! Bam! Oh, my whole belly just shook. Thank you, Jared Taylor. Thank you for the thousand bits. You, sir, are a gentleman and a scholar. I swear to God. Next, I'm turning the whole thing off. There you go. Okay. Just turn it off. Fuck it, but I turned it off. That's the wrong one. <laughs> That's doing dope. Okay. Uh, be here. Thank you for the one bit. Dre, thank you for the one bit. Posh, thank you for the one bit. I hate all y'all. No, that's not behind, and that's it's okay. You just you just calm down, <laughs> asshole. Jared said, "Fuck y'all's one bit." Thank you, Jared. I turned it off. No more sound. Yeah, how's that feel? Hmm. How you like them apples? I'll fight everyone. Let the show go on. So Nora went and bought these in a pack, right? So, like, they have pineapple and lime. This is guava lime. They had coconut and something. I don't remember what it was. Now, I haven't, I haven't had, like, a Micah's Hard Lemonade one time. I've never had a White Claw. I think I tried White Claw once. It was, nah. It's like I can't drink anything, like, um, like, I like soda water, right? Diet Coke, Dr. Pepper, Diet Dr. Pepper. Um, CC said, ain't nobody scared of you, Mark. It's probably true. Um, these are actually pretty good. Um, they don't taste like a white claw. They are, um, yes, they're fruity. Yes, they're fruity. They're not bad. What the fuck was that in my throat? You ever had that happen? Uh, let's see. Alcohol by volume. VB says they're probably 5%. 4.5% alcohol by volume. 187 calories. Ooh, lower. 23 carbs. God damn. Careful, Barry. Those will fuck you up. Will they really? Is 4.5% alcohol by volume a lot? VB said, cut it with Tito's. Good Lord. VB's trying to get me hammered. I got a show tonight. 
Anonymous, thank you for the one bit. That's it. That's all you get is a burp. We were in a hype train already? All thanks to Jared Taylor. No thanks to you, sons of bitches. Hey! Second hype train of the day. I mean, my little chat over here with all the bit uh, things. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. <laughs> um, no, 4.5 is average. Okay. Amos said they're four loco lights. Are they really? I don't be damned. Zizi, thank you for the one bit. See? See how I had to do? See how I had to do it? So two loco. Yeah, they're like three and a half loco. I'm going to be fucked up for this show then. Quick minds, ask a question and we'll go to 10. What? What does that mean? Rudy Rob, what's up, pimp? Sanitize, watch the uh, hand social distance back the fuck up. You got a new logo. You got a new, uh, what is that? Oh, not sorry. Nice. Very nice. I like. Neutral, I tell you. What does that mean? N-U-T-R-L. I don't know what that means. What does that mean, CC? <clears throat> Truck driver Pookie, thank you for the hundred bits. Um, yeah, hype train because your thousand bits—that's what did it. It, it, it. It's a so hype trains start based off of, um, uh, like a the volume, not or like not the numbers, not how many donated, but like the total amount or something. I don't know what the actual. I don't know, but it's based off of like subs and and um bits donated and then once you hit a certain threshold that kicks off the hype train uh bits and subs yes now we can run a train on barry god bless it could you not i mean not that not that could you not um but the hype train has started potch thank you for the 69 i like two trains on barry i i know his caboose is sore okay god damn it i don't like that I don't like it. Oh, now I see what CeCe was talking about. Uh, neutral vodka soda is a wildly light, easy drinking, totally refreshing, sugar-free, additive-free, 5% alcohol, ready-to-drink, premium craft vodka soda. Well, that's what I was wondering. Is this like, is this just Corona in this bitch? Like, is this, what is this? It doesn't say what the ingredients are. It's probably like you got to go to their website to get the ingredients. Um, yeah, it doesn't say. Doesn't say. Hmm. Does not say. Anyone try MD2020 out of a can? No, I have not. BB said fancy bottles from James. Kind of. Kind of. No, we're not banning TDP. Why would we ban TDP? Oh, well, that we do need a banning for. Yes, I do agree. Let's ban him. Let's kick him out. Jared said, if I keep doing 1,000K bits, I'm going to run out of bits in a few days. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Uh, that is so dope, man. Thank you so much. Um, I appreciate you. Uh, thank you for the hype train. I didn't even do the little hype train thing. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. If it's 4.5%, Alan says, 
It's not alcohol. Bullshit. There's alcohol in it. It's alcohol. Everyone is jumping on the seltzer wagon. That's true. Mountain Dew has them. I know. That's the thing. White Claw, man. Once White Claw took off, everybody had to get in the market. 100%. Uh, all right, we got birthdays out of the way. Well, you know what we didn't do today? Sports headlines. And I have a new fancy thing for you guys. I'm thinking about changing the way we do slides on the show. Like, uh, right now, the way we do slides is like there's a window. and um, Well, let's see here. Well, kind of like the birthday slide, right? Like, that's kind of what the, the slides look like right now. And I don't know. I, I try to judge the way that it looks when you're watching. You know what I'm saying? And we lose a lot of real estate. Um, what is, man, this is so slow. I'm like behind on my own show. That don't make no damn sense. But we lose a lot of real estate, I think, with a screen like this. My goodness. Get some fireball like a manberry. I have fireball right here. I've got a whole box of it, buddy. I'm damn near done with it. There we go. So, yeah, that's what the real estate looks like on the phone right now, right? Like, I don't, okay. But we lose a lot uh, around the edges. So, we're actually, I'm trying a new real estate or, or new slide thing for headlines. So, for going forward. But I, I did it for the headlines today. So, check it out. Let's get to our sports headlines of the day. All right, there's sports headlines for the day. Huh? Do we like this better? Do we like this layout better? Oh, shit. I didn't take into account the, the scroll. That'll be the, the layout, but I got to fix it because of the scroll. Damn it, I forgot about that. Uh, but here's sports headlines for the day. Devontae Adams was charged with a misdemeanor. And probably not going to maybe get some probation, you know, community services and shit like that. But ain't nothing going to happen out of this. Uh, but that was for shoving a person, at, and I didn't even see it happen. But apparently, uh, he shoved down they, the, what they, people thought was a sound guy. Actually, that guy was a uh, independent contractor from Monday Night Football who was there taking pictures. And as Devontae Adams was coming off the field, excuse me, um, as as it was coming off the field, or as he was coming off the field, um, he shoved the guy for walking in front of him. And his quote was kind of shitty, too. Like, if you didn't see the quote, let me see. Let me get his quote for you. I thought I had it open, but apparently not. Oh, Atlanta Phillies in a rain delay. Top of the first. Well, that sucks. Adam charged with assault. Here's the quote. Um... It was a really like, it says Adams apologized after the game saying the shove was quote, just frustration mixed with Zebley, the guy literally just running in front of me. Look, I get it. You're frustrated. I get it, bro. You cannot shove random ass dudes. You just can't do it. You want to shove an opponent. You want to shove a teammate, a coach somebody on your staff, something like that. (laughs) 
I even said the guy blindsided him. No, he's taking pictures. He ran out there to take a picture. That's not blindsiding anybody. So you can't you can't do that. That's just that's not okay. Uh, so he is facing charges. The dude's name was Ryan Zebley. He suffered. Ryan suffered whiplash, a headache, oh, and possible minor concussion. Possible, possible. Now all of a sudden he got to it. Zebley was working for ESPN's Monday Night Football and as a free as a freelance photographer. Obviously, that's going to play out in court. He's probably going to sue him for mental anguish, and he's going to make probably two to four hundred thousand dollars off of this. And Devontae Adams is going to be suspended. And I know what you're thinking. Well, there goes the Raiders' season. <laughs> Jokes on you. It's been gone. So that sucks. Next thing in the uh, headlines, Tua. I just realized, you know what would be dope? Is if I had a little thing where I could highlight the headline as I talk about it. So like, pow, 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 pow. Right? That'd be kind of cool. Thank you guys for the hype train, by the way. Hype train ended. No gifted subs. 1,279 bits. Let's go. Thank you, guys. Y'all are the best. Um, so, Tua has been ruled out again. Dolphins are going to start Skylar Thompson. Skylar Thompson sounds like um, a backup goalie for the U.S. women's national team. Right? Or a diver for the women's Olympic team. I don't know. Skyler is a very uh, female athlete-ish name. Is that? That might be too far. Kind of is, though. I don't even know who Skyler Thompson is. I couldn't tell you where Skyler Thompson went to school. If I pull up the Dolphins, does it say? Uh, let's see. NFL Dolphins depth chart. Uh, by the way, I learned it's not called a death chart. Skylar Thompson is a rookie drafted in 2022 in the seventh round. He was pick number 247 drafted by Miami. <laughs> VB said it sounds like a former Houston comic. Kind of does, right? Played at Kansas State. That is correct, VB. Uh, drafted, yeah, seventh round pick 247. And you just know when Skylar Thompson was drafted in the draft that it was like, well, at least I'm going to get like a signing bonus and a check. And I can say I was on an NFL roster. Maybe if I make the roster, maybe I'll get practice squad. And I don't know. At least it's Tua, right? He might be overtakeable. That's not a word. But you know, Skylar Thompson had no. No preconceived notion. Now, maybe, you know, as an athlete, he was like, I'm the best. I deserve a start. I'm a, I'm a starting caliber NFL quarterback. And everybody's like, okay, Skyler, <laughs> calm down. Your mother and father should have never told you you could do anything you put your mind to because you can't be a starting NFL quarterback no matter how much you put your mind to it. And now Skyler's like, suck it, bitches. 
Because Tua's out and Teddy Bridgewater is also in the concussion protocol, Skylar Thompson is a starting NFL quarterback in the NFL of the world, Craig. Of the world, Craig. This shit is crazy. This shit is bananas. B N N S. Um, week one, uh, the first game he played in, Skylar Thompson. If you're curious, nineteen of thirty-three for one hundred and sixty-six yards and an interception. He was sacked twice and had a twenty-nine point four QBR, fifty-eight point four rating. So there's that. So um, I imagine the game plan is all right. Here's the game plan. Uh, we're going to get two fullbacks and two running backs, seven tight ends. We're going to we're going to just check down Charlie the whole time. Yeah. That's it. I mean, it's going to be a lot of lot of bubble screens to Tyreek Hill. <laughs> and I just I can't imagine that the playbook is going to be very uh creative for old Skyly Sky. What's this? Oh, here's the Nightbot stuff. Why isn't this working? Gosh darn it, Nightbot. Gosh darn it, the heck. Why are you working? <sighs> you don't have any managers yet. I don't need managers. Disable account. We don't want to do that. Applications. Dashboard. The last time Nightbot worked was 10-7. Really? Top chat or CC? Top command. Bang shout out. Mark, time down for five seconds for Nightbot for posting a link. Um, do I need to log out and log back in? How do you reset Nightbot? Commands, custom. Okay. Giveaways, regulars, song request, spam protection. Yeah, why isn't Nightbot working? Integrations. Oh, oh that's Discord. That's super weird. Why is it my Nightbot integrated into my Twitters? I don't really know why it stopped working, to be honest with you. Part channel. No, I don't want to part the channel. I want to reconnect it. Let me try this. Log in with Twitch. Authorize. Roger that. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Bang, screw Nightbot. CMC to the Chiefs will happen. You think so? I don't know, Damien. I I think that they, you know, the Dave Tepper and the Carolina Panthers organization has resigned themselves to the fact that they are 100% now, especially firing Matt Rule, that was the signal. They are 100% in a rebuild. And that rebuild really starts over again. Because you're not rebuilding with Sam Darnold or... Um, Baker Mayfield. And the part of the reason why Rule got fired is Dave Tepper said he, he didn't find the quarterback they were looking for. Well, it's not his fault Deshaun Watson didn't go there. And was he the GM? Because if he wasn't the GM, they also fired their defensive coordinator. There was no talent at Carolina. So I definitely think CMC is gone. Where he goes, though, I don't know. I don't know if it's the Chiefs, man. I don't I don't know. 
Give Nightbot a Diet Coke and tell him to have a smile. What's a playback, Alex said? What? Take my bowl playback. The playbook is going to be a crayon. That's probably true. <laughs> VP said time for the Dolphins to trade for Mills and Tunsil. And they'll probably send back the Skyler. And like a, a, a draft pick. Uh, all right, let's get, uh, I'll fix Nightbot later. I don't know why this isn't working, man. I guess I'm going to have to reconnect it. I don't even know on my Twitch where I go to set up Nightbot. I guess I should Google it, right? How to set up Nightbot. Sign up. Join Nightbot. Click the join channel button on your Nightbot dashboard. Okay, well, what about night but not working? It's probably going to tell me to uh, unjoin the channel and rejoin it. What you want to bet? Huh? So Nightbot isn't responding in chat. Try these troubleshooting steps. Make sure Nightbot is joined to your channel in the control panel. If you recently changed your name on Twitch, you might know I didn't change my name. That's a stupid thing. Control panel. Okay, so it's still connected. Nightbot must be a moderator in your chat. Did you guys unmoderate my Nightbot? Ah! Roles manager. Moderators. No, Nightbot's still a moderator. <sighs> Nightbot must not be banned in your chat. Did you guys ban Nightbot? Oh, you raggedy bitches. Did you guys ban my Nightbot? I will slap the ever-loving fire out of y'all. Let's see. Oh, where do I go and see band? Settings? Moderation. Chat rules, followers, sub-only chat, moderator tools, chat privileges, band chatters. <laughs> Dave got banned. I love that. <laughs> I love that Dave got banned. Uh, fuck Dave. Good job, Cece. Night. Add a user. No, we don't want to add. We just want to find Nightbot. No, it doesn't look like Nightbot was banned either. Hmm. All right, last troubleshooting steps. If you're on Twitch, Nightbot must not be ignored in chat. Type unignore Nightbot in chat to unignore. Oh, let's try that. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. Are you guys over here ignoring Nightbot in the chat? No, that's not it. Um, if you're on YouTube, no. If you're on YouTube, no. You can see if Nightbot is reading your chat by checking the chat log. There's a slight delay. Logs. Chat log. October 6th is the last time. I'll be damned. You guys, have, let me park the channel and repart. Join. Now I got to do mod Nightbot. Close. All right, fine. All right, that should fix it. Probably not. All right, let's get to uh, the rest of these headlines. Um, Dak Prescott is going to begin throwing, but he's still not going to play. Cooper Rush is expected to start. Speaking of just uh, guys that probably shouldn't be starting, he's doing a great job, though. I mean, he's no Skylar Thompson, but... Did Nightbot go to the bean? Maybe so. Um, so, yeah, Dak's not ready yet, and you don't need to rush him. 
Yeah, let him throw. Let him see how that goes for a while. That's fine. You've had no problems with Cooper Rush. So, Lastly, uh, the Warriors have fined Draymond Green. He was not suspended, and he will play Friday. Remember, he took some time away. Had to get his stuff together. Um, but now he is coming back, and he will be in the lineup Friday for the next Warriors uh, preseason game. What does that schedule look like? What does the schedule look like? Let's see. Let me move this back over here. Uh, Dak should not start. I say Cooper Rush is the way to go, and that's coming from a Niners fan. Yeah, exactly. Niners fan, you're wanting the Cowboys to suck. There's no reason that Cooper Rush should be starting, Damian. There's no reason. If, look at the Cowboys had the best offense in football last year. You don't go, well, Cooper Rush is went not losing games, so he's the better quarterback. That's just not the case. Um, And Rush, we trust. And you should. Nightbot still is not working. Son of a bitch. This son of a bitch. Please go through the troubleshooting steps. Yeah. Oh. This is interesting. I've also had the same issue. I just made sure Nightbot was unignored and have no, no response. Mm-hmm. Make sure bang commands is enabled. <gasps> Let's see. Yeah, commands is enabled. That's the damnest thing, you guys. Yeah, I'll screw with it later. Screw it. We'll do it live. <clears throat> uh, Nightbot went to Josh Ennis. Oh, oh, I, God damn it. Don't even joke like that. Did Nightbot quietly quit? No, he better not. <laughs> David said Nightbot left to start his own Twitch channel. <laughs> nice. Uh, Joe Bro said in a year, definitely not Joe Bro said, in a year when so many QBs are playing, Texans are way ahead of the curve, started their backup on Calibre. Ah, that's what you did there. That's it. Hey, Aaron, thank you for coming and hanging out, dude. Aaron said, all right, deckhead, you have a good one. Enjoy the game tomorrow uh, with Moms, Barry. Go Astros. Hey, buddy, I appreciate you hanging out. Thank you for being here. Go Astros. And uh, it's always good to have you in the chat and your insight and input. Much appreciated, homie. Hope you're well. Travel safe with the team. And, uh, oh, no, actually, where are the Texans? Oh, they're bye week. So you are you off this week, Aaron? <laughs> I might time out the new kid. Don't you do that, CC? <laughs> Um, are, are you, uh, are you off this week because of the bye week or do they have you doing shit, Aaron? Answer the question. Oh, nice. Look at you. Good for you, buddy. All right. Um, got the headlines. Did you guys like the new headline look? Do you like that better? I think what I might do is take it one step further and whatever headline we're talking about, I'll highlight it on screen and it'll stand out above the others. That'll be kind of cool, right? Yeah, even more shit to do. Great. And just, I'm a glutton for punishment. 
Uh, no game equals I get to go to a wedding ceremony Saturday and spend time with my family Sunday. Oh, that's dude. Are you do? Are you actually blessing the couple? Are you the ones doing the ceremony? Or are you just you gonna DJ it or some shit? Or just go prepare my liver for the game in Vegas? Oh, you lucky, lucky man, you. You lucky man, you. Uh, all right. Well, have fun, homie. Travel safe. Uh, I appreciate you stopping in as always. Yeah, be innocent ordained. Like me, like I'm, you know, Cece's also ordained. Yeah, I've been a wedding officiant for like 12 years as a side gig. Dude, how do you get work? I don't ever get any work. I don't ever, but I don't ever advertise it either. I guess I should. All right, so, um, God, I got to pee so bad. Do I have time to pee? What time is it? I was going to end the show at 4.30 today. Let me pee real quick. Hold on. I'll be right back. I got to pee. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Who's... I'm watching the numbers. It says 51. If I come back and it's less than 50, some of you are going to have hell to pay. All right. I got to pee so bad. I don't want to piss my pants. Not <gasps> Nightbot. You guys, Nightbot is back. Oh, Nightbot. We missed you so much. Oh, wow. Titan Hugo said, have we done dope this week? You know what, Titan Hugo? We have not sat on the corner and done dope. And since we've got some new kids on the block, no pun intended for boy bands, Damien and the rest. Damien, you don't know this, but this is our show's theme song. Um, The history behind this song is way, 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 way back in the day. We watched this video and... um, um, a guy turned it into a song and it was just a regular old video. And then it became a theme song of this show. So we are going to, where did it go? That's not it. Uh, oh, there it is. So we're going to take a quick break. Uh, Damien, you're going to get to, for the first time in your Barry on deck life, get to witness the theme song. Nope. Somebody time out, B. Hannon. That's too far. You've gone too far. You've gone too far. Somebody time out, be handed. You know the rules. You know there's not, you don't. Thank you, Potch. Be handed. I'm sorry you went too far with it. You don't fuck around with the dope. All right, so here is uh, sitting on the corner doing dope. I'm going to go pee. You guys enjoy our theme song, and I'll be back in a second. Peace, bitches. Don't go nowhere. Wait, no, what? Got your bitch. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. They are to be shamed. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Look at here. There you go. Here you go, the same old nasty ass people from last week. 
Hey, welcome back to the last part of the show. Welcome in. Uh, <clears throat> I'm trying to find something to eat. Not gonna lie, this is it's pretty good. I probably shouldn't be drinking, knowing that I gotta show tonight. Somebody needs to find out who banned Nightfall. Exactly, was it banned? Oh, raggedy bitch. Finally got my fix of corner on the dope after several weeks. Thanks, y'all. Hey, appreciate you, buddy. Have a great weekend, man. All right, so I promised you guys some Laminator 5000, and that's what we're going to do right now. Uh, I didn't stay up all night. Excuse me. Is Nightbot being super chatty? Let's calm down, Nightbot. Um, <laughs> you said Nightbot trying to get his chat average back up. Uh, so I, I stayed up all night. All night. All night long. All night. Oh. All right, maybe not all night. I mean, all night, but. So this is the Laminator 5000 for those of you that, what the fuck? Nope, that wasn't it. There we go. Laminator 5000 is a spreadsheet that I put together to help with some ideas about spreads and over-unders and what to think. Now, this is a rudimentary thing here. And, um... This is not like some of the nerdy stuff that, I mean, it's nerdy, but it's not at the level. Like I'm not a statistics major, right? Like if I was a statistics major, this probably would be a lot more advanced than it is. Now I will say in years past, uh, I've had pretty decent success with it. Let me, uh, let me pull up my win percentage from last year. Let's see. 2021. So this it's over here that there and then we'll go that there and then we'll bring this in here so this was last year how the spreadsheet did uh week to week right so like i always wait to get a little data in before i do this the laminator 5000 it's no good without data so last week i started in week four we went seven and nine mm, okay and that was just picks over under, we went 10 and 6. Over under can be a little shaky on this sometimes. Against the spread, we went 8 and 8, right? So uh, you see, we went 11 and 4, 10 and 4, 10 and 3, 10 and 5. We had a losing week here, 5, 8 and 1. We went 10 and 5, 9 and 6, 7 and 7, 10 and 4. All told, 60% of the time, almost 61% of the time, the Laminator 5000's picks were correct. Over under, not so much, 55% of the time. But folks, they'll tell you if you're getting a 52 to 53% of your shit right, you're making money gambling. Because of the, the reason why 51% isn't making money is you always have to pay the house. What's up, Christy? Thanks for being here, sweetie. If you're not late if you're here. Um, so the over under, not as good, 55%. And then against the spread picks, Almost 52%. So and all of these numbers are actually pretty darn good. <laughs> uh, Joe Pro said, does the Laminator 5000 have a metric for bonehead Raiders coaching decisions? Yeah, we talked about that yesterday. That's mm -mm -mm. boy, oh boy. The level of stupidity. Unbelievable. I would be so mad if I was a wagerer. Like, if I was Ivan or somebody like that, I'd be super pissed. Um, so, that's the history of it, right? 
That's what that's what it did last year. Um, so here's what it looks like. This is what it breaks down. And I'm going to fix this. I'm going to kind of automate it some more, too, now that I have access to ESPN's API and all that. Pretty nerdy shit. But basically, I take the matchup. We take the dog and the favorite. Now, if you see the bold, that is the home team. So the Bears are at home. And I have them listed as the favorite. But this game is actually even. If I uh, actually, we'll get rid of the over-under for now. And we'll just look at, let's see, get rid of the over-under. Hide those columns. We're just going to look at the spread, right? So the actual spread on that game as it stands right now is zero. It's a pick 'em. It's a pick 'em game. So I made the Bears the 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 uh they're the home and I don't know why I made uh oh, never mind. That's wrong. That should not be a spread pick. That is not correct. That is correct. The spread pick, the password is uh and then I I always do my picks in blue. So there's the spreads pick and then there's my pick. And my pick is usually sometimes will be different. Like if Miami was actually favored for some reason because of historical data, but we know that two is out and Teddy's out and they're down to Skyler. I probably would go against what the laminator 5,000 says in the game. Like, for example, they're saying that three points is going to give them a slight 0.1 point advantage over the Vikings, basically making this a pick them game with the three points. <laughs> now, nah, fam, definitely not. And that's even at home. So, uh, that is the breakdown. It takes into account what the spread is. And that's the current spread as of this morning. And I assign it to the favorite. Uh, or actually, I don't assign it to the favorite. What I do is I put the favorites in over here. I assign the spread. So, I come up with this number, estimated score. When you see the score right here, this is my proprietary formula that I use to come up with what I think the commanders will score in this game. I think they're going to put up 20 against the Bears on the road, at home. And it says, I think the Bears will put up 21. So then what I do is I take the spread and add that to what the dog has as far as estimated point total, which gives me a new score for gambling purposes. And then we go with that, and that's what the spread pick would be, Right? So, okay, I didn't, that's what I didn't do. I got to fix all this. So we'll do this together. Oh, that's not what I wanted. Dad gummit. Control Z. Oh, shoot. There we go. So who's, I got to, I don't think I have the home and away shit. I got to pull up the schedule again. <sighs> this is what happens when you work late at night. Yeah, I know. I had Redskins. It's Commanders. It's an old. This is like back from 2017 or 18 when I started this. What's up, Cisco? Welcome back. Yeah, I haven't updated that. In fact, I'm going to move away from that and just go with uh, um, <clears throat> the team abbreviations. All right, so now that I have that pulled up, I'm going to um, pull this over here. All right, so we know that the home teams, let's see here. Get rid of all the bolds because I, I don't trust it now. I did this kind of on the fly. So home teams are Chicago, Atlanta, Cleveland. 
Green Bay Indy, Green Bay Indy, Miami, New Orleans, New York, uh, Miami, New Orleans, New York, Pittsburgh, L.A., Seattle, KC. So Pittsburgh, L.A., Seattle, and KC. And then Philly. And then Denver is at home. No, L.A., the Chargers are at home. Okay. So there's your home teams. Uh, and then the way you do the spread pick is with whoever has the most points between column F, which is the base predicted points plus the spread for the dog versus the base predicted points uh, for the um, favorite. What's up, Maddie T? Good to see you, buddy. Hopefully see you Friday for show. Soldier Field said, oh, man, I just overtrusted a fart. Oh, well, that sucks for your pantalones. Um, Godspeed to your to your draws, buddy. Godspeed. Okay, I'm back. My stream kicked me out. What happened? That's weird. Did Nightbot kick you out? Nightbot, you raggedy bitch. Uh, okay, so here we go. Mm, Laminator 5000. Here are the predictions. So it's got... Let me put this over here. It's got the Bears. Uh, I don't know why that says 17. Ignore that. Clear that note. It's got the Bears beating the Commanders 21 to 20 at home. So that's that. 23 to 23.4. That's basically a pick em. And when you look at the Falcons and you look at the Niners and that defense, uh, the spread, the spread says to take the Falcons and the points slightly, right? So that's actually what the spread says to do. Uh, that doesn't mean that's what we're going to do. That's just what the spread. Why did I do that? Gosh, dang it. Falcons are at home. We got to use that one. So the spread says Falcons. Uh, I'm rolling uh, Niners on this one. So we're going to pick. Hey, McLovin. Thank you for the follow, man. Appreciate that, McLovin420. We're going over the Laminator 5000. This is my spreadsheet for picks. We're going to do this, and then I'm going to call it a show because I got to go cut my hair. Dre said Nightbot got me. God damn it, Nightbot. <laughs> Why, Nightbot? Why hast thou forsaken me? All right, so we're taking the Bears, and I'm going to make that my pick, so I also turn that blue. All right, so Bears at home. Spread likes it. Barry likes it. I'm going to go Niners on this one just because it's that close. Niners are on the road. I don't trust the Falcons just like Christy and uh, <clears throat> Soldier Fields doesn't trust a fart. All right, and this one, it's got the Patriots with the points. The Laminator 5000 says take the points and the Patriots over the Browns. And, and you know what? Browns are at home. They're giving up three. That's the spread right now. Um. I, I kind of tend to go with that, right? I mean, Patriots defense is playing well, playing better. Although, no, they're still with a backup. I don't know. That's going to be a tough one to pick. I don't know that I'm going to pick that yet. By the way, so what this variance is, if you're looking at the spreadsheet, the difference is uh, point value, right? So we're taking L2 and we're subtracting it from E2. And that is the point total difference between the two scores and then when you add in the variance of the spread you get a new number the higher this number in the variance column is away from zero the more likely it is 
to be uh, a, a, what we think, what, what I would call a sure thing, right? So, for example, this Rams Panthers is minus eleven twenty. The Rams are getting or giving ten and a half to Carolina. Do you trust Carolina? Do you trust a third string quarterback? That's the stuff you do have to take into account. Chase said, is this your model or someone else's? This is my model. So you have to take into account third string quarterbacks because this is all math. This is all analytics. So the fact that we know who the PJ Walker is the starting quarterback, do you think that with the 10 and a half, that's enough at that point? I don't know. But normally, all things considered 11, I would probably go with the Panthers on that one given the fact that they the, the variance between the two is so big. Because the spreadsheet says, the, the analytics says, oh, Carolina's score, technically they should put up 21, and technically the Rams should score 20 to 21. Well, we know that's not going to be the case between these two teams. When you add in the 10.5, but you take away the quarterback, do you think that P.J. Walker starting as opposed to Baker Mayfield or um, whatever? Are you a sharp sports better, Barry? Not really. I went over last year. So this spreadsheet that I use, McLovin420, this was my record last year. Uh, I don't start until the fourth or fifth week of the season because I need historical data for the season. But this was my record last year. So straight up picks, me picking based on it, uh, was 60% win totals, 55% on the over-under using the spreadsheet, and 52% against the spread. <clears throat> so, you know, those good weeks and bad weeks. Uh, and these numbers are actually pretty decent. I wouldn't say I'm a sharp, though, because there's a lot more that goes into it to, to make somebody a sharp. Okay? I'm not it. This is just mine, and people ask for it, so I do it. Uh, all right, so keep it going here. Um, we can, But that's what the variance is when you see the variance. All right, so New England and Cleveland. We haven't made a pick yet. Cleveland is favorite. They're giving up three at home versus the Patriots. Patriots rolling with a backup quarterback. In this particular case, I kind of like the Browns um, at home. So I'm going to make that my pick. So we'll go Browns. All right, Jets versus Packers. Jets getting seven on the road. Right now, the spreadsheet says the Jets should, should put up 21 against the Packers. Packers' offense has been stagnant. They should put up about 21 and a half against the Jets. So this is probably, according to the spreadsheet, a 22-21, a 21-20 game in favor of the Packers. But when you factor in the touchdown, give me Jets all day, baby. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. So I'm picking Jets. I'm picking the dog, which means, in this case, I'm taking the Jets plus the seven. All right. And see, again, that variance right there, that minus six, that's a big number away from zero. This point four, this is a tough game to pick, supposedly. But it's not because San Francisco's defense and the Falcons. These are just guidelines. All right, so the Colts uh, <laughs> should score about 14 to 15 points a game or uh, in this game. Jags should put up 22, but based off of what we saw last week and the way these two teams are trending, the way they're playing, you got to factor that in. <clears throat> so the variance on this, though, the spread is two. Jags should put up 20, Colts should score 15, plus you're getting two points. I'm going to go Jags here. 
as bad as they played last week. I know this is when you end up getting some losses, but that that minus seven, that tells me something. All right, Dolphins should uh, should score 21 to 22. Vikings should score about 24 to 25. The spread is three. That's a minus 10 variance. The Dolphins are at home, but we know that they're playing Skyler. So we're definitely rocking as our pick. We're rocking with the Vikings, and so is um, the uh, the spread pick. When it's even like that, I'll take the home team. So uh, this one, uh, Saints should put up 20. They're getting one and a half, which makes it about 21.9 or 22 points. Bengals are scoring on average 23. They should score 23 against that paltry Saints defense, so we're definitely rocking Bengals on this one. Giants, Ravens, Giants are getting five as the as the home dog. Ravens should score about 23 in the game. The Giants should score 22, but when you give them the five, that's 27. I'm taking the Giants at home against the Ravens with the points, not straight up. Again, this is not straight up. This means I'm taking the Giants and a five-point advantage when the game starts. All right, Steelers and Bucks. Uh, the Bucks, uh, the Steelers are getting eight at home. You're not tricking me into that bullshit. I've seen the Steelers play, and I've seen the Bucks play. And I know eight's a lot to be given up on the road. I don't care. Uh, Rams and Panthers is basically a wash points-wise, and then the Panthers are getting 10.5. I'm going against the spreadsheet. I'm going with my gut here. I'm going to take the Rams. I don't think that the Panthers, uh, listen, P.J. Walker's great and all. The defense ain't great. Uh, I'll take the Rams in that. Seahawks, Cardinals, basically they should score about the same amount of points, but then you got the factor in the spread. Seahawks are at home. Cardinals are going on the road. I'm actually taking the Seahawks plus the three points in this one. I'm actually taking Seahawks in the three. What the? I don't keep messing that up. Uh, Aikman is being attacked for making a 100% accurate comment about the wussification of the NFL. Is that true, Kareem? When they, uh, is that because he said, uh, oh, they, they might as well put on skirts? I agree with him. And I think if people that are attacking him are fucking lame and have no other, nothing else to do. Yeah, I, te- I tell people, because for one, I don't have the time, and two, it's just hard. It is. It's very hard, McLovin. The wham bam, thank you, laminator. No, this is the laminator five thousand. Uh, <laughs> Skyler will be the new Trace McSorley. Oh, nice pull, Damian. Nice pull. Yeah, that's so stupid that they're saying that. That's, that's the people that. Hey, you know what? We haven't canceled anybody in a while. We need to find somebody to cancel. Shut the fuck up. Those people wear skirts. Jared said they're called Kilton. It's rugby. Nice, Jared. All right, Chiefs Bills. We got to wrap this up. I got to go cut my hair for my gig tonight. Chiefs Bills. Chiefs, it says, should score 22 against the Bills in their defense. But it says the Bills should score 27 against the Chiefs in that offense. The spread is three in this game, which means that the Chiefs should get 25 or should score 25 with the points. The Bills would still outscore them. Uh, I'm going Bills in this one. On the road. I know. Call me crazy. I'm going Bills in this one. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. I know that some of you are like, bro, did you just watch the Chiefs? Yeah, I just watched the Chiefs. Actually, probably should have lost to the Raiders, but Josh McDaniels is an idiot and went for two 
and you know they had a terrible drive and this that and the other they the raiders had an opportunity to win that game so yes i'm definitely going bills on this flying against the spread pick i don't know why the spread pick says that the spread pick should be over here how did i screw that up again i don't understand this this is so stupid that's spread pick. See, that's not a spread pick. I got to redo these. I'll go back and redo this. Oh, boop, 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 boop. And we're going to clear that. We'll do spread picks in a second. All right, last two. Eagles versus Cowboys. So this says that the Cowboys should put up 18 and that the Eagles should score 20. Eagles are at home, but the Cowboys are getting five points on the road, which means the Cowboys should theoretically score 23 in the game, which means the game should end at about 23-20. That said, uh, that's a pretty big variance away from zero. It's not humongous, but I like getting five points for that Cowboys defense. So give me the Cowboys and the points on the road. And last game, Broncos, Chargers. Look, the Broncos ain't putting up 21. We saw them against Indy. That was awful. The Chargers ain't world beaters. Chargers aren't as good as we I had thought they would be. But the Broncos are getting five. Is that enough? Does that give them enough to score more than the 20? I think Russell Wilson comes out angry with a point to prove. He's You're giving him five points. Now it is on the road. Um, That's a tough one, but that's a pretty big variance too. So that tells you... Probably got to go Broncos here. Uh, Dre said Cowboys plus five. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm rolling with. All right, now that's my picks, the blue, based on numbers and what we know about players. Now, the way that the spread works is it's just this, this score versus this score. What does the spreadsheet say? So it says that the Bears win. It says that the Falcons barely win. I mean, that's kind of a pick em. Um... But you got to roll with the spreadsheet and what the numbers say. It says that the Patriots win versus the spread. It says that the uh, Jets win versus the spread. It says that the Jags win versus the spread. It says that the Dolphins barely win. We know that's not going to happen. But this is why I'm just tracking just straight up what the numbers say. It says that the Bengals are going to win versus the spread. 27 beats 23. 24 beats 23, 31 over 20, 28 versus 25, Bills and Cowboys and the Broncos. So this is the what the spreadsheet says should happen. Now, remember, the spreadsheet doesn't take into account injuries or any of that stuff, which is why I track what the spreadsheet says mathematically versus what I pick based on the numbers and what we know about the game. Okay. Aaron said the Falcons have been great against the spread. That's what I'm working on next for this, Aaron, is I'm actually going to be... um, I'm actually going to be calculating uh, as soon as I get the scripts done. Uh, Where is it? Team data. So there's money line. There's the money line record, right? Like Atlanta is 2-2 on the money line, but you're right. Against the spread, I think they're 4-0. Or five and zero oh now against the spread. It's pretty good. So 
this is like money line, uh, and that's a, I'm going to start tracking that more. So I'm going to be tracking like all the uh, numbers against the spread for each team uh, and how they do money line. So that's just straight up picks, right? Um, so I'll be tracking that as well. But you are right. The Falcons have been really good against the spread so far this year. Uh, so that is that is the um, that's the spread. Now, one other thing that I do with this is I predict we're going to unhide this and unhide this. Uh, we'll hide this. Actually, hide this. There's the over/under. All right, and we don't need actual score right now. So now what this is, this, those people over there, uh, this, we'll just hide all this because we don't need it. And we don't need this. All right, so this is over-unders. So what I do is I take my predicted score for each team, that's the blue column, and I add it together. So I take the, tw- the 19.6 and the 21.4 and I add it up. And I say, this is what I predict the score should be. Um, and then I take the actual over under and compare the two and see what, how far off am I? And a lot of times this spreadsheet is pretty accurate as far as predicting the over under and what Vegas will set it at. But on occasion, when you see variances, that's when you let you know, Oh, maybe I should bet the over or or under on this game, depending on what it is. Right? So here's what I do. I take my predicted score for the dog and add it to the predicted score for the favorite, which gives me a grand total in this case of 41 Vegas is over under on this is 37 and a half, which is a net over under of a plus three and a half. So I'm, I'm over what Vegas says. So my prediction would be to take the over actually the spreadsheet would say to take the over in the bears, Redskins or commanders game, like Falcons Niners game. The spreadsheet says, take the under. The over-under, according to Vegas, is 44. Spreadsheet's saying they're barely going to get to 41 because the Falcons aren't going to do their part, scoring 18 versus 23, and that's 41. So, spreadsheet says take the under. Uh, Browns and um, Patriots, it says take the over. The Vegas has it at 42.5. I say they'll probably score 45, 46. So, we're taking the over on that. That's just, again, straight up. That's what this is. So when you see this record here of 87 and 71, this is no... Total Dallas, thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. When you see that, this is not... (laughs) Total Dallas said cheers for math. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, numbers are fun. I'm sure that the numbers... No, okay, we're not doing too bad still. I figured everybody bailed on me like, oh my God, this is too many numbers. So when you see this, like uh, a 55% win percentage uh, uh, based on this, all this is... All this is, is just taking the numbers that I calculate, the estimated score for each team that I calculate and adding them together and comparing it to what Vegas says and just going with the math. So just going with the math, I'm winning about 55% of the time. I mean, look, and some weeks are bad and some weeks are great, but you got, you know, gambling is a long haul, right? So, I mean, I went 13 and two over under that's, and this is doing that on every game. So if you put like five bucks on every game, now granted you got to take in the money, you know, that, that the, the book gets, but 
There you go. If you would have done this last year using the Laminator 5000, only using over-unders, you would have won 55% of the time. So you'd have made a little scratch. So, almost done here, folks. All right, so um, Dolphins, Vikings, and I'm going to have this done better for you, hopefully, in the coming weeks where it's easier to read and shit. Yeah, damn the juice flip. <clears throat> so, um, I don't forget where I left off. Well, Patriots, Browns, were taking the over 42 and a half because we say they'll score 46. Vegas says Packers, Jets will put up 46. We think that's under. Vegas says Colts, Jags is 42. We think that's way under. In fact, that's the biggest variance on the spreadsheet is the minus 6.6. So it feels like that's the most sure thing here is Colts, Jags under 42. Just FYI. Dolphins, Vikings, uh, Vegas has it at 45 and a half. We say it'll be 46. So pretty close. We're like a half point off, basically, 0.8 points off. We're barely taking the over, but if I was actually gambling real live actual money, I probably would just stay away from that over-under bet. It's too close for me. I'm definitely betting under on Jags Colts. Putting my money up on that 100%. All right. Same thing, uh, Bengals Saints. I predicted that the over-under should be 44. Vegas agrees with me and sets it exactly at 44. When in doubt, take the under for these two teams, I guess. Because the Bengals are on the road. But this is a pick them, really. This is a don't bet because we think that it's going to be 44. That's the perfect number. Same thing on this one. I say 45.1, which is 45. Vegas says 45. So we wouldn't bet it, but it's a slight over. But I that's not that's not enough. The zero on this one, not enough. Uh, Buck Steelers is set at 43 and a half. We say 39. That's a big under, so we'll take that. Uh, Panthers, Rams, we say they're going to score 41 points. Vegas says they'll score 41 points. We barely take the over. I probably wouldn't, but I wouldn't bet this for sure because that's just not enough one way or the other. Same thing with Hawks and Cardinals. Seahawks, Cardinals, we say they're going to score 50.9, which is 51. Vegas says they'll score 51. We don't bet that. Um, We say Bills, Chiefs are going to score 50. Vegas says they'll score 54. That's a pretty decent margin away from zero so we'll take the under on that vegas says 42 points 42 and a half is the over under for cowboys eagles we're taking the under in that matchup both really good defenses and and it, the numbers bear that out so we'll take the under in that and then the last one chargers broncos vegas says 45 and a half listen <laughs> broncos got to do their part but so do the chargers we predict 41 that's a negative 4.2 variance away from zero so we'll take the under on that so there you go Perry said, Andy Dalton, revenge game. Let's go, Saints. Nice. Uh, Demata said, just see everyone knows genuine Astros jerseys are like 36 bucks discounted from 150 at MLB shop. Shipping is like 19 bucks. So total cost is around 60 bucks with tax, which is a good deal. Nice. Vanessa Liga. All right. So there's the Laminator 5000. I promised it to you. Um, I would definitely be betting my over under bets would be hold on. I copied that. Ciao. If I were to lay like I'm definitely betting this over under. Um, that's a pretty huge variance. 
And I try to set it to where like anything above two, you know, like a field goal, especially if it's like home and this, that, and the other. But anything above two or three is is stuff I'll bet that I feel fairly confident about. So these these four games, those fours, I would bet those. And so that's what we'll track is anything above three we'll bet on. Not like three and a half, though. It's got to be four or more. So I guess it's anything four or greater we would bet on. So we'll do that. We'll track that. And we will. Oh, did I just hit print? And we will track that. Damn it. And we will track that. Is that. What in the fuck is happening? All right. So all the four uh, plus or minus four variances are in. All right. So that's what we'll kind of look for on those. Uh, Prestige Row Y seven one three said you can return to Watson's jersey to the team shop, <laughs> bro. Wouldn't that be great if you could? Be like, I would like to return this Mike Fires jersey, this Deshaun Watson jersey, and this Joe Musgrove jersey. Fuck that guy too. What's up, uh, Christopher Mina? What does this say? Chris Reyes is not in the club yet. He hasn't added me. What? What does that mean? Haven't added you what? Haven't added you what, pimp? What are you talking about? What you talking about? All right, so there's our picks. We'll see how the Laminator 5000 does this weekend. Um, I should probably put out a summary or something like that. Maybe I will on Friday. What about Marwin being on the Yankees now? I'll never not love Marwin unless he says something bad about the 2017 Astros. Alan Denson, thank you for 100 bits. Oh, shit. I didn't even see it. It didn't fire off. Or maybe I just had the sound off. I don't know. Dope ass dope. Christopher Mito. Our latest. We got two VIPs in one day. Are you shitting me? That is outstanding. Let me make that happen right now, Mr. Mina. Let me copy. I redeemed my 60K. Let's go. Rolls. Add new. Mina 21. VIP save, sir. Welcome to the club. That is dope. How many VIPs do we have on this channel now? Uh, you have been added, my friend. Let's see. VIPs. We have, gosh, we have a lot. 1, 2, 3, 4, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 25. We have 25 VIPs. 25 VIPs. That is badass. Mr. Mina. Congratulations, buddy. So that comes with like, um, if you're VIP, you get a koozie and a sticker. And I had to go back and look what else. But I'll get that in the mail to you. I mean, don't hold your breath. It ain't going to be like this weekend. Okay, let's calm down. Uh, hand your jacket on the rack. Keys in the bowl. Yeah. Drinks are on the right. Uh, pineapple keychain in the bowl. We'll find you somebody to have sex with. All right, guys, that's it. I'm done. It's 4.50. I was like 20 minutes past, but I wanted to do the Laminator 5000. Um, go team, whoever. Go Astros. Uh, shout out to Dr. Dre on 290. Dre, I'm going to hit you up. Uh, I don't know what I need to do uh, other than I think that you said I had to get the MLB app. So I'll download that and hit you up, Dr. Dre on 290. Let's get out of here. Thank you, Flip. Titan Hugo said, good to see we still got a 5 p.m. So close enough, right? 
I was gonna end early and then it just ran off. That's not bad. Uh, random question, can I gift a VIP, Potch says. I don't think you can, no. I don't think you can gift the points. No. Because then everybody would be doing that. Once they get VIP, they'd be giving their points away. And the point is, we want those people uh mlb ballpark app all right i'm gonna get that dre and then i'll let you know appreciate you buddy yes everyone have a great weekend i know uh, there's no show tomorrow and for that i'm sorry but i'm not sorry because i'll be at the astros game courtesy of dr dre on 290 with my mom of all things she's gonna be so pumped about that dre you made her year i promise you she could not be more excited dm email links to app. dope okay i will um I'll do that on Twitter, Dre. I don't know if I have you on my phone for text, but I'll, I'll definitely hit you up on Twitter. I'll, I'll send you the info. Hey, man, thank you to everybody for the bits from one to a thousand. A lot of ones. A lot of ones today. A lot of ones. A lot of ones. Um, but thank you guys nonetheless, man. I appreciate your generosity from one to a thousand. I do. Look at all the resubs, man. Thank you for the resubs and the new subs and the new followers. McLovin, welcome, man, buddy. Thank you. Um, and you and Damien are, new, are the newest two members of the Deckhead community. Make yourselves at home, man. It's good to have you here. I will see you guys on Monday. Actually, you know what? Bullshit. I'll see you tomorrow because I'm Thursday. Uh, I'm sidecasting Thursday night football. Commanders, Bears. We're just going to have fun. The game is not going to be great. But we'll talk a lot of shit, do some drinking, maybe have some fun. All right, come hang out with me tomorrow from 7-ish till game time's over. All right, no show tomorrow. I will see you Thursday for the sidecast, Jared. And then uh, I'll see y'all, if I don't see you on Thursday's sidecast, I'll see you Monday, 2 o'clock Central Time as always. Until then, do me three favors. Please do me three favors. Be safe. Be safe. And most importantly, love each other. I'll see you tomorrow. I mean, tomorrow night. Or Monday. Bye. And he's making a YouTube video.